This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here toll-free, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com. With you in studio, it's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. All right. So uh, I guess in a lot of places right now, it's kind of rainy and windy and maybe more so rainy and windy than it is here in New Hampshire, where everybody's <laughs> freaking out about this uh, hurricane, which was described this weekend on weather.com as terrifying. That's the <laughs> Frankenstorm, I believe they're calling it. Yes. Yeah. I I guess it's big, like it's really wide or whatever, but... But it's a one. Well, yeah, it's a category one, so it's the weakest category of hurricane or hurricane you can yeah, possibly What we call encounter. those in Florida is a storm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I don't want to laugh at anyone's plight, because there are people out there who are well, experiencing pl- uh, flooding the thing and is, or... Is, right. In New York, uh, they're not used to it up here. Yeah. Where Florida, that you know, you're just kind of built for hurricanes... Battery Park in New York City is flooding. Try to imagine what it would happen is if there was two feet of flooding on Manhattan Island. I don't know how what the highest point is in Manhattan. Can't be but, that high, but it can't be that high, right? Um, so if if they're already if it's already flooding on Battery Park, and there's you know that that battery's five or six or maybe eight feet above the the sea level, then they've had a bit of a rise. Now I don't mm. understand why there's a sea level rise. Where where does the extra water come from? Does the hurricane push the water down in the middle and it all just runs over the edge of the bathtub? I mean I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, I'm certainly not a, a scientist, so I can't really comment on that. But I am from Florida originally, as are you, Mark and Julia. You it's- spent a few years there as well. It is hard to be anything but cynical about storms uh, when you know hurricanes. I know, and I feel from bad. Florida, I... Specifically from Sarasota, Florida, which has never had a recorded his, uh, hurricane. Uh, there's never never been a hurricane in recorded history in Sarasota. So but isn't Boston, that recorded history only like the last hundred years? Yeah, or that's something? right. Okay. So Boston has had more hurricanes than than Sarasota has, mm-hmm. at least as far as recorded hurricanes go. So you have it's very easy. To be jaded about hurricanes being from Sarasota, Florida, because there's never been one there, but you hear about them constantly, and every other town gets a you know a five mile groove dug through it by some mm. <laughs> some hurricane, and it does nothing to where you are. Well, I went through a couple of serious hurricanes. I was on the east coast of Florida yep. for most of it, and I'm still cynical about hurricanes up here because, I mean, the last one, which I guess was bad in Vermont. Yeah, maybe it there was. was significant flooding, buildings destroyed by right. the flood. I mean, and they were just really old buildings that obviously were not equipped to handle nope. such natural disasters. But Flood's the last gonna, one, a flood is going to mess you up. I mean, what? There's no really equipping your building to handle a flood. You know, once that water come, comes in, you've got a problem. Not in a place with the basements. I mean, you can't really yeah. put a house on stilts and have a basement. Yeah. Well, uh, the last one, I didn't lose power at all, and I remember they made a really big to do about this one. Or that that past one. This one, I checked the wind speeds, and it said, you know, 33 miles an hour. And it's like, oh, okay, so it's a storm. Okay. Well, it was 75 miles an but hour. here in Keene, I mean. Oh, oh, you're talking about the last time that, that a hurricane No, happened. here, today. Oh, right, right. Well, the hurricane's nowhere near here, but it is going to be, if it does swoop up this way, it is certainly going to have been slowed down by that point. But even when it was being called terrifying over the weekend, it had 75-mile-an-hour winds, and I'm like, this is one mile an hour over the tropical 
storm designation. You know, I was up at the top of Mount Monadnock once in the middle of winter, and there was a guy with a, I think it's a barometer that measures wind speed, and they were 70 miles an hour. So I've been up on the top of Mount Monadnock. I don't think it's a barometer that measures what, Well, wind whatever speed. it is that measures the wind speed, he right. had one up at it's the a, top. It's a wind speedometer. Yeah. Yes, whatever it is. I don't claim, I didn't have a it. Dustometer. He had it. But either way, uh, the winds were 70 up there. So I've been up at the top of Mount yeah. Monadnock in the middle of a snowstorm in the winter, and had the winds that fast so and it's, survived. It's really not about you. It's about your stuff when it comes to these things. And consider, Ian, that you live on a very small plot. I've already got three trees down. Mm. I mean, they're mm-hmm. down. Trees blown down. This isn't That's... cynical or jaded or anything. It's trees that have fallen down. Yeah. Real life trees. If one of those trees fell down on your house. Or your truck. or It's wherever, pretty hard yeah. to be cynical about that, right? Like, oh, sure. the, only, the only storms that count are the ones that damage your property. Okay? (laughs) All the rest of them are just dumb storms. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, you're certainly welcome to tell your uh, your story, 855-450-FREE. It's, it's probably too early to have the real kind of bumbling government FEMA stories of, uh, you know, government coming in and making things worse than they would otherwise be, as happened after Hurricane Katrina, for instance, uh, with, of course, the Army Corps of Engineers there totally blowing it when it comes to uh, their, you know, their, their water control systems or whatever they had up there. Uh, the, the levees were breaking, that sort of thing. Uh, so we don't, you know, we don't have any stories like that at this point. At this point, it's just the hey, people are getting flooded, and it's natural disaster time. And and yeah, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to take lightly what's happening to other people, which is why I feel bad when I feel cynical. Like I feel cynical towards the storm, but on the other hand, I know people are suffering, and that's not cool. I I, I, hear, I hear it, and I feel cynical too. And I've got three trees down on my property. Well, you want to take those trees down anyway, though, so it's like no Not all of them. Like, for me, I respect that there's people in certain areas that are going to be affected by this, but... Like, I work in an office, and everyone was complaining all day about how the office wouldn't shut down. And it was like, <laughs> are you really, I mean, are you in any danger, or do you just not want to be here? Right, and the my ladder. son's school, uh, you know, such that it is, it's uh, three hours a day or something like that, some small school, <laughs> was shut down because, ah, hurricane. Somebody said hurricane, and they shut the school down, really, is what it came came down to. I mean, there's nothing nothing occurred yet. I suppose well, it could have Well, the governor declared a state of emergency. And he said you shouldn't even be on the roads. Well, the roads are covered in little sticks. I can tell you that. So there, it's doing a, it's a little tree trimmer. I think is what they call it. Yeah, I don't think that's any reason to stay off the road. So statistically, when it comes to the worrying about so worrying about a storm, isn't real doesn't really make much sense. Being prepared for a storm right. makes some sense. So what you should do is you should have some stored food. You should have a way to get some water, whether you store it or have a pump <laughs> on your property. Um, you should have those These things good already. Like yeah. not today. You should. Have if you go them today, you're probably gonna have a real tough time finding that stuff. And the, the, the and and. Likely, the storm's not going to affect you individually. It's likely just going to affect, uh, you know, it's going to affect other people. Statistically speaking, it's, it's likely to affect other people and not you. But it's good to be prepared because sometime in some storm, that other person is going to be you. Or sometimes, uh, you know, that other person could come to stay at your house or something like that. Uh, if you are in a better shape than that other person who is uh, maybe a loved one, uh, they need somewhere to stay. It's nice to have a little bit of extra food on hand for that, too. Yep. And, you know, a savings account and all that other stuff doesn't really really do you any good when you're sitting there in the dark. It's nice to have a generator and things like that. 
This is true as well. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So, again, if you've got any uh, weather-related stories you feel like uh, sharing with us, you're certainly welcome to do so, uh, presuming you can you know, call us on your phone, whether you're, you know, if you're right in there, the heart of where this storm is touching down. And it looks like it's slamming into Washington, D.C. I just took a look at the radar moments before we started the show. It pretty much seems to be making landfall right over at the D.C. area. So if you're down there and you feel like sharing, 855-450-FREE. Otherwise, we got other stuff to talk about here tonight, including some, a story I mentioned briefly Saturday night, but we didn't get into the details. It was the top story on our website at that time, as voted by listeners like you at freetalklive.com. From Cherokee County, Georgia, CBS Atlanta reporting the parents of a 16-year-old suicidal boy spoke only with CBS News' Wendy Salzman after their son was gunned down by a police sniper in Cherokee County back in May. Lisa and Nick Messina said their son was killed at the hands of officers that they had called for help. Oops. According to the parents, Andrew Messina had a bad day at school and the pressure was so overwhelming, he grabbed a gun and threatened to kill himself. Lisa Messina called the cops in desperation, hoping an officer would come talk to him. But what arrived was an army of deputies, an armored tank, and a sniper. We would be still sitting here today if it weren't for that very, very aggressive act that he made of ramming a gun and a pistol straight through a glass door at our officers, said Cherokee County Sheriff Roger Garrison on the day after the shooting. We'll tell you more here about this story in moments. 855-453-BEEN. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. There's uh, a major lesson to be taken away from this one. You can take control and tell us your story. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. Are you a fan of beer, liberty, and good conversation? Do you support freedom, peace, and voluntary interaction? Are you looking to meet others who think like you? Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill, encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rots network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org. is Free Talk Live. Toll free number for you to bring up what you want. 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we have there. Mobile site is available. You go to m.freetalklive.com m as in mobile.freetalklive.com and you will find uh, links to our broadband, midband, and narrowband streams. Also, some software that you might be able to utilize if you have an Android phone. We link right into the software that you might want. In fact, uh, we probably should dig up some kind of streaming software for the iPad or iPhone because there's some bad news. The Liberty Radio app has been discontinued, unfortunately. Really? You didn't get that email, Mark? I, I uh, didn't know why. Yeah. there. I guess what happened was the guy who was developing it decided that he just didn't have time to uh, work on it anymore, and so... And also, I guess he didn't want the government to come after him or something like that, and so he's pulling it down. Mm. So why pull it down? I mean, why not just leave it up? In its- That's what I asked, and the response was that it requires some sort of a custom XML feed to operate the software properly. 
It's just it was too detailed. Like it was a really good piece of software. Mm. Uh, I mean, I I, I never, recall that. I don't have an Apple device, so I don't have personal experience using it beyond just grabbing somebody's iPhone once and kind of messing around with it. Uh, but it was you know really detailed in that you could click on different LRN shows and get their podcasts, and so it would re- it would have required a continued upkeep. And unfortunately, he's just not able in a place right now in his life where where he can do that. So I had to pull those links down, and so we need to find. I guess I should put this out on like Facebook and Twitter. What streaming app do you recommend for the iPhone or iPad? Uh, feel free to send that information our way on Twitter and Facebook, and we'll work on that. But the mobile site's there, and if you've already got the uh, something that can stream on your phone, you can just click the listen links, and it should immediately start working for you. Go to M, as in mobile, dot freetalklive.com. Can he not make it open source? I suggested that as a possibility. He said he's uh, considering it. Okay, good. So we may see its return at some point in the future, but as of now, that'd be interesting. Not happening. Yeah, you know, I mean, today's a really good day to do the uh, the live read for strategicsurvival.com. This is a book. Uh, it tells you all kinds of uh, survival scenarios, among them weather-related survival scenarios. You notice somebody had taken it from the LRN.FM studios here tonight. Maybe they were trying to prepare for uh, the, the hurricane. Could be. I don't I, I don't know whether anyone has taken it or not. I don't see it in the LRN studios in the spot that it has uh, occupied over the last Well, I didn't weeks. do any cleaning over the weekend, and so it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah you were my first uh, suspect, I can tell you that. Um, so, anyway, uh, you know. I think it's a testament to how useful the book is. There are a lot of people that are going to be wishing that they had uh, you know, the information from strate- that they acted upon the in- information from strategic survival at strategicsurvival.com already because the the big storm's coming and it's going to at this point in New Hampshire I know that more than 100,000 people are without power. <laughs> we haven't even been hit by anything yet. I'm sorry man. <laughs> you could be all cynical as cynical as you want to be about this storm. The power's out for 100,000 yeah. people. Market and it's not fail. coming back on. Re- controlled Agreed. market fail. Agreed. Um, absolutely. The, the Giving a monopoly to a company to provide electricity means that you're going to have a uh, substandard service. Yeah, they'll get it when they get it. They're not going to fix it when they fix it. They're not going to send the linemen out in this weather because it's too dangerous. Well, they'll send them out to fix the rich neighborhoods usually. Maybe. They say that they're Hospitals, not going to do it at all. Police stations. Yeah, exactly. Maybe the rich neighbor, neighbors already have their uh, their their. They have generators. generators running. Right. You know, I got mine out. I'm ready to go. I don't. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not rich. Well, hopefully, we'll last through uh, the show here tonight and be able to continue broadcasting tomorrow. While we do have a generator on site, uh, that doesn't mean that the internet providers or telephone companies' generators are working. Uh, there was one time when the power went out. And all my appliances were working fine here in the in the studio, but uh, the two internet connections were wonked. Yeah. So we we should be able to stay on because hopefully the ISDN line's on a different circuit. Anyway, go ahead. Strategicsurvival.com. This is the information you need for situations like this. Make fun of the survivalists if you want. They're ready for this storm. Strategicsurvival.com. All right. So we're talking about a disturbing story out of, uh, let's see, I don't even know where the hell is happening. Cherokee County, Georgia. CBS Atlanta reporting on a 16-year-old who was suicidal after a bad day at school. Grabbed a gun, threatened to kill himself, and his mom called the cops. We'll tell you more about what happened there in a few moments. But first, Lauren is on the line in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Lauren. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the heart of the storm, man. What's happening? Looking so, bad. How's it going out there? It's windy. Mm-hmm. Can't it, go outside. Is there flooding? No, not yet. I know there's flooding in the city, but I live outside the city. Where so. are you in New York? Um, Westchester. Okay. 
Yeah. Is that, is that upstate or is it just outside the city? Yeah, it's just outside the city, literally. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, it sucks. I, did, I just saw a police vehicle drive by. So it looks like they're controlling everything. I know that they deployed uh, the National Guard to Long Island and stuff. Now, when you were saying you can't go outside, what does that mean? It's too windy, bro. I can't even open up my uh, screen door. I don't know if it's that windy. windy. Come on. I mean, you, you, the storm uh, isn't even touching down in your area. It's touching down in D.C. I, I'm telling you, I can't, I can't open up my screen door because it, it, like, the screen door gets thrown around. Well, I watched a uh, video a few minutes earlier that had, uh, it was in New Jersey, and it was, because I, I was laughing with somebody I worked with about, you know, when they take those videos and they're in the weathermen are in the storm and they're like blowing away and, you know, they're yeah. holding their hat on and they're reporting in the storm and we were <laughs> laughing at that. So we went to find one and there was one in New Jersey and, and it, I mean, the guy, you know, it was pretty windy. Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Anything else you want to share about your experience? Not. No, nothing else, really. But I know that um, has everything to do with this um, weather program that Obama's running. In oh the, no! You it, had to take it to a conspiracy, didn't you, Lauren? Listen, uh, he has. What's the, the program weather program? Harp. Yeah. You know, okay. It's ran by the global uh, uh-huh. you know, to try and make money. Okay, so this is the conspiracy theory where there's a radio transmitting device of some magnitude in Alaska. It's called HARP. It's spelled with two A's. Two H-A-A-R-P. And you believe this is controlling the weather? Well, listen, in the 70s, right, the U.N. Uh, called together all the countries and stuff and outlawed weather modification and, and warfare. I mean, that's on record. And that what was in the so? 70s. I know that they have programs. They have computers and uh-huh. stuff that can control the, the weather. A computer can control the weather. So how do yeah. they do that? Do they punch in some commands into the computer and then it transmits a certain pattern or something like that? Do you Can Probably. you explain that to me? Probably or yeah, something. so you don't even know I, what you're talking I, about. Lauren, let me ask you about I, this. I know exactly what I'm talking about. No. Lauren, let me ask you you're about You're just this. making crap up. Uh, Go ahead, Mark. There, there's the, the, what they call the Great Hurricane of 1938. Did uh, <laughs> Franklin Delano Roosevelt have a giant wah-wah machine in Alaska then? Or it, was that a legitimate hurricane? Don't patronize me, bro. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> okay, now, like, some her weather has to be legit, and some of it has, uh, even in your world, some bad weather has to be legit, and some of it has to be made up, right? I don't know. I, I wasn't around during that time. I don't know when they had this, how old are you, know, you, Lauren? this technology. How, how old are you? Team. I'm 18. 18. Okay, so yeah, he actually hasn't been around. Uh, the Heart program has been around longer than uh, than Lauren has. It was established back exactly. in 1993. Lauren, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. This whole Harp controls the weather thing. All the all the hurricanes after 1998 are, are made up by the government. Ridiculous. 855 uh, 450 free. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. 
teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty. To young and old alike, Libertania, The Liberation of Conformia, is a picture book which tells the story of Thomas the Candymaker and his trip from the free land of Libertania to the statist land of Conformia, where he deals with border crossings, fiat money, business regulations, and corrupt officials. With his civil disobedience and run for office, Conformia will never be the same. Go to Libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or Kindle format. For a discount code, check out the Libertania Facebook page. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Toll free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com. And those features include listening options, live streams. We've got those. Radio options. We've got over 110 stations coast-to-coast on FM and AM satellite. We're there, too. Uh, although, actually, tonight you may not be hearing the first hour of the show on XM Satellite Radio because we have been cut back, uh, as has happened previously. Oh, I explained this on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and our email list today, and I'll explain it now. Uh, if you are an XM subscriber and you want to hear Free Talk Live... But we're cut back, right? Yeah, all three so hours. You're explaining it on the hour that we're cut back? Good point, yeah. You That's need to explain point. this at the 8 o'clock Probably hour. should explain it later on. God, it's a good thing I'm here. We'll talk about this, that later. Uh, Go to listen, listen.freetalklive.com. You should listen to me, and uh, the listeners should listen to me. I've been telling you about manventureoutpost.com for years now, or at least many, many months. Well, you should have got your gear from manventureoutpost.com right? already. It's a good camping supply. You know, your survival gear, everything you need, they've got it at manventureoutpost.com, and they've got it at the best prices. A good friend of mine is uh, big into this uh, you know, survival and, and outdoor gear stuff, and he's actually mm-hmm. sitting in the studio here showing off his manventureoutpost.com tactical flashlight that he got, and it was the cheapest he was able to find. His, uh, his claim is, is that you know everything he's ever looked at there is always the cheapest at manventureoutpost.com. And by cheap, I mean less costly, because we're talking about the name brands here. Um, so it's still a good product, then. That's right. Well, it's it's made by the name brand, yeah. so it's as good a product as the manufacturers, the name brand manufacturers uh, produce. And they've got ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, knives, boating equipment, whatever you need. They've got it at manventureoutpost.com. And use coupon code FTL and get a, an extra 5% off. Coupon code FTL at manventureoutpost.com. Fine idea. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. We'll continue with your calls here in a moment. Uh, But just a little bit more on this silly idea. The one, at least it's an idea with no real backing whatsoever beyond just the claims of paranoid conspiracy people uh, about this HARP program. We've had people calling for years about this. And just for our listener uh, who was on the line a moment ago in New York... Uh, He said it was Obama's program. No, 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 no. This program has been around since the early 1990s, so it's certainly not something that Obama put into effect. It's it's just been around for a long time. They do some kind of radio-ish experimenting up at the HARP facilities in Alaska, but there's no evidence that, uh, you know, nothing that's persuaded me that this is in any way affecting any weather anywhere in any sort of conceivably controlled controlled manner. Well, what uh, first off, uh, you know, I, I think the government would want to control the weather if it could, right? Well, there certainly have been cloud seeding projects. But you don't think the government would control the weather if it could, if it could build a giant building? As I said, there are would, such projects. I'm asking you uh, if, they, if they could build a giant radio tower building thing that would control the weather, do you think they would? 
Yeah, they've got the money Absolutely. and they've got the, the, you know, the desire to control. Sure. So they would. The question is, can they? And, or are they? So if you look at uh, history and you can find out how many hurricanes have been happening in, a given, in given years and you sort of aggregate them out. Some, hur- some years have more hurricanes than others. This is Hurricane Sandy, which means that we're you know, working on 17 named hurricanes this year, mm-hmm. I guess. I haven't heard about any of the other ones, but you know, they've got names apparently. They didn't just toss out Sandy for nothing. And so, you know, I mean, you look at the you look at the years. Has the last decade have more, had more hurricanes in it than previous decades? That would be some information to know. I, I I think that a lot of people tend to when they think about climate changes, it's really easy to say, "Hey, you know, the last few years have been a lot colder than they used to be." But it, you're not you're not really you don't have the perspective to think about that correctly you're not actually sitting down and looking at a chart that has say the temperatures or the natural disasters over a hundred years that's you're true. just remembering the last five years and your memory is pretty subjective anyway look that's true but even if you did have the stats in front of you even if it was true that in the last 10 years or 20 years let's say 20 years because it's been around for about 19 years the heart program. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say that even it was pretty clear, like th- this last 20 years, there's been more hurricanes than there were the 20 years before that. That's still just uh, correlation. It's not yeah. causation. It's, it's correlation, but it's at least something to correlate, right? At least at that point, you've got something to correlate. But there's no evidence that, uh, that HARP was in any way, shape or form the cause of that. None Agreed. whatsoever. So, and then don't forget, there's the other conspiracy theory surrounding HARP because whenever you have a secretive government program, people will all comes up come up with all kinds of ideas about it. So the other one that is popular is that HARP's controlling people's minds. No, no, no. This whole weather control thing, that's not what's actually going on. It's actually that they're trying to control your mind. They are brain warping you. They are, you know, twisting your mind and your thoughts with this transmitting device in Alaska. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Well, there's certainly... I think twisting or maybe uh, for helping for people form certain thoughts in like government schools, for example. That much is true. We, I mean, that's not with no a transmitter, just yeah. with uh, lots and lots of indoctrination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what does the government need a giant mind controlling device in Alaska for when it has a, a public school system? Yeah, exactly right. Eight five five four fifty free. Let's go to Mike listening in Texas. What's just? I guess it's sexier, right? To to know some sort of governmental secret, or to pur- pur- you know purport that you know that secret. Just whereas, sounds crazy to me. Whereas the government schools is you know just tyranny and and brainwashing right out in the open. Mike, you're in Texas. Go ahead, sir. Hey, I wanted to uh, talk about unemployment, but now I feel a real desire to help defend Lauren because you know many times I've listened to this show. You know I'm an amper, and I think that. In the big picture, Free Talk Live is a very important part of my life. I listen seven days a week, every single night. Yep. And uh, 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 this is the thing. When people call, you know, if you guys are very quick to say what HARP isn't, why don't you tell us what HARP is then? I don't really care. It's some government research right. uh, facility in, in Alaska. Uh, I mean, if there's some evidence that they're actually controlling the weather or controlling people's minds, I'd be happy to look at the evidence. But uh, thus far, all I've ever heard are the claims of uh, people on the phone. High high altitude oral resonance project. Now, in these planes, you guys have heard the the quote conspiracy about uh, 
uh, chemtrails too. That's that's aluminum, aluminum sulfide and barium sulfide. Yep. And there's plenty of websites debunking the uh, chemtrails conspiracy, which are ridiculous. Yeah. Right, but see, you're what? But many people will listen to your show and say, "Man, these guys sure push the police state an awful lot." And how many people are out there saying, "Man, the police state is just a big conspiracy. It's really not happening." But there's Even evidence. There's plenty of evidence. There's no shortage of evidence. What evidence is there that uh, that HARP is controlling the weather? Well, I guess that you got me there, Ian. I don't know if there is any solid evidence. I know that there's a lot of speculation and there's a lot of stuff on the Internet that would lead certain people to believe things. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of makes sense to me. Don't you ever wonder what all these satellites are? You know, it's just about heating up the atmosphere. It's not about satellites. It's about controlling hot and cold fronts. With hot and cold fronts, if you can control those, you can you can do just about whatever you want with the weather. That's all weather is. is hot so and you're cold saying fronts. that the Heart Project is about heating the atmosphere, or is it satellites that are heating yeah. the atmosphere? It's the the antennas. Uh, from what I've read, they do it, it. It magnetizes the atmosphere, which heats up the metal particulates that are in the ionosphere. From all the uh, chemtrails and stuff. That's what I've heard. So then there should be a nice little warm spot over uh, Alaska then, right? Well, there was a real bad warm spot all across the Midwest. I mean, I I drive across the Midwest, you know, twice Mm -hmm. a week. And, uh, you know, the corn's only three feet tall this season, you know. It's half of what it was last year. Correlation is not causation. I mean, you've got no evidence whatsoever. I mean, if there was actually something persuasive out there about this besides some crackpot website, looked like it was written in 1997 uh, with flashing text. That always, uh, by the way, if, if one is going to put out a conspiracy theory, one should have a good-looking website because this is what really makes the difference. When one has a website that looks, you know, that I, I don't know how to describe it, but what everyone knows what an old like website Like 1996. Looks. You know, rainbow letters and block and bold and stuff like that. How about you guys check out Silent Sound Red Spectrum? Quadruple S, that it's in everybody's flat screen TVs now if you want to talk about mind control. Silent Sound Spread Spectrum? Yes, quadruple S. Stand by, Mike. If you had more, you can hang on. 855-450-FREE. Ring up your conspiracy kook theory. Technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Free Talk Live. Toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I'm laughing because I was looking at... uh, Pretty much because you're a jerk. No, (laughs) because it's funny. Uh, Silent sound spread spectrum is what Mike told us to look into here, and he's still on the line. We're going to get back to his call here, but I just, just pulled up one of the websites about it as I was going on the air and opening the microphones up, and at the top of the website... It's got basically all of the search terms that this person wanted to put on their page, 
So they're not hidden or anything like that. They're not <laughs> right. at the bottom of the page. They're right at the top. So there's like a humongous paragraph of search terms. And then below that is the text about the silence, sound, spread spectrum. Just to give you an idea it's of the... It's a pretty crappy website. Let me give you the idea of... Uh, just a quick idea of the kind of search terms that we're talking about here. The Reptilian Brotherhood. That's one of them. Uh, alien Shift. Assassinating the Illuminati. The Serpent Cult. Extraterrestrial revelations, reptilians, interspace ritual, the wicked plight, Hitler electro vibe. What? That sounds kind of like uh, like some kind of dance music category, <laughs> except for the uh, Hitler part. Yeah, right. the psionic, uh, the psionic field. Hitler's a bad name for your band yeah. kids. Uh, <laughs> extraterrestrial resource. Just to give you a little sample there. That's I've only given you a, you know two lines worth of what is approximately uh, eighty lines there. Eight five five four fifty free is the toll free number here. You can bring up anything that you want. You know we were talking about serious issues like the cops murdering a sixteen year old uh, teenager who was suicidal, and we can continue that story. But now we're into the really important stuff of just absolutely unbelievable conspiracy theories, and we'll continue that here in a moment. SACL CAI is involved in a conspiracy to get you collect, help you collect your money. Uh, they are a company that handles accounts receivable, and if you have a business and accounts receivables is trouble for you, SACL CAI can handle it. The principals over there, Jason Osborne and his father, Mike Osborne, are big supporters of Liberty and big supporters of Free Talk Live. You can find out more by going to freetalklive.com and clicking on their banner. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page, SACL CAI. Actually, I have to take it back. I was completely wrong about this. The website that I was reading you, what I thought were search terms, are actually menu items. So you can actually (laughs) click on each one of these, and it will take you to a page about it. So one of them is, is Arnold Schwarzenegger a Jew or Nazi? Apparently, this is one of the big questions. I've never asked myself this uh, question at all. Uh, So Mike uh, (laughs) is back with us here in Texas, and I'm sorry, Mike. I just I'm I'm a skeptic, and I don't mind looking into a lot of these things. I have looked into a lot of the conspiracy theories. And what I find is uh, usually a bunch of hypothesis. And he just dropped off. Just dropped. Shoot. So I find a bunch of speculation, a bunch of uh, hypothesizing, and no real evidence whatsoever. But the real, I think the real conspiracy is the conspiracy to waste your time. I wonder about this. I don't think it's a conspiracy, but one has to look at it from this standpoint. If somebody makes an outrageous claim, I have no obligation to believe it. Their obligation is to prove their claim. And so, you know, whatever that claim might be, it's it, it should be considered ludicrous until you can, in some observable, quantifiable way, prove it for yourself. Every claim should be considered outrageous and unacceptable until it you know one can prove it to oneself or someone else can prove it to you. And I, you know, the the harp thing and whatever this website's talking about, uh, silent sound spread spectrum. Hitler resonance and uh, alien autopsies and things like that. I, 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 you know, I mean, I got no obligation to believe this and just generally don't. Mike, if you had trouble with the phone, you can always call back um, if there's some kind of drop. But uh, generally, we only take one call a night. But if there's some kind of technical difficulty, and I suspect there'll probably be a lot of them in this weather. 
you can always call back. You know, and I'm glad Mike's a, a Free Talk Live amplifier, and I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you for that. And, I, you know, as you pointed out, I think it was on the Sunday show, Mark, the or I don't know where it was, but uh, you pointed out recently that hopefully the reason you're amping the show is to get the ideas of freedom out there to the general populace. We're not going to agree with you on everything. No, we can't. And, How uh, could one person possibly agree with another person yeah. on everything? And so, therefore, should you uh, pull away your support based on that? I mean, I've, we've talked about this in the past before because some people will get upset because we don't agree with them on one issue. But, you know, I mean, if you've got a wife or a husband, you don't agree with them on every issue. You don't leave them over it. So in this case, the silent sound spread spectrum we were told to look at, I've looked at it here. I mean, obviously, I've only spent the the break looking at it. I only need to hear the menu items and I'm done. It's just another conspiracy, basically suggesting it's supposedly newer technology that is another way of subliminally sending you some sort of message. Whether the message is to tell you to obey uh, Mitt Romney or Barack Obama. It's not working because I watch television. Or the message is telling you to go buy Tide detergent at the store. Mm, That's not Uh, working either. I don't think we buy that at my house. Maybe we do. Yeah. Uh, Whatever the messages are, there's no proof that this is actually going on. The only websites that actually have any evidence or any claim of evidence of this are the kook sites, which are just absolutely ridiculous and unbelievable. And sorry, there's going to need to be some real significant evidence. They they claim that there's some company out there that has, you know, this patented technology and that the technology is in every single video display device that is manufactured today. But the... Company cannot so be found. So all you have to do, all you have to do to get around it is go buy your old yourself an old cathode ray tube <laughs> television and watch that. You know, Ian, this is why I haven't been affected because um, I had an old TV from what 1997 or something like that, and one of those big giant internal display things, and it just broke down. So uh, we're going to be getting a new television set at my house, or we're not watching any um, right now. We don't, we don't ever really have one. We got a tiny little 13 inch uh, cathode ray tube thing, and so then. You'll find out. Then we'll know that I've turned into a mind-numbed zombie, uh, you know, supporting Barack Obama or Mitt Romney. We'll know what happened. So here's a simple explanation for you, Mark, from a YouTube video, uh, Silent Sound Spread Spectrum Mind Control Explained. Uh, there's a, a freeze frame here that I, I imagine there's some kind of a, an audio track to. Let's, let's just see, randomly play this here and uh, see if they can explain it for us. All right. So here we go from YouTube. Mind Control. This is how it works. Very simply broken down. I love this. This almost sounds like brainwashing. (laughs) Like the way that he's talking at you in this kind of monotone way. I'm not going to keep subjecting you to that. I'm not going to subject you to that any further. But it says here how silent converted to voice FM hypnosis can be transmitted using a voice frequency modulator to generate the voice, in quotes, then pulsed microwave voice to skull for distance and cover. Makes sense, right? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, Yeah. And then there's, you know, little diagrams here and uh, and explanations. Look, I mean, it just I'm sorry. I don't believe it for a moment. I don't think that it's I don't think that it's mind control rays that are keeping me up till eight in the morning playing PlayStation three. I think it's just the quality of the program that I'm interacting with. The uh, And the same thing, you know, television's been around for a long time, it and does, it's been addictive for people for right. a long time. <laughs> you know, if you put that little blo- box with flashing lights and, and pictures and colors in it, I mean, and you're standing in a room, you're going to watch it. It doesn't mean it's shooting rays at your skull. It just means it's interesting. I mean, somehow humans like those things. 
Right. We've uh, we've gotten better over time. Uh, the people that are programming these devices, the people that are creating the, the the shows and the movies for the various different television channels, have gotten very good at their craft. I mean, if you look at uh, look at commercials today, I don't really have television. I don't have any kind of. Uh, you have a television. I have a television set, but I don't. What I mean is, I don't have cable television. Right. I don't have the. You know, the twenty four hour. I don't have the twenty four hour channels coming into my my room. You get that free to air. I have free to air. That's true. But you don't true. watch it because it's horrifying. No, I watch it sometimes just for fun because it's it's neat to watch the international channels just because they're so interesting. But uh, just as far as like the standard ABC, CBS, Fox. Have you ever watched Fox, it without uh, smoking pot? Um, I smoke, I've smoked plenty of pot in my time, Mark. No, no, no. I'm asking you, have you ever watched the free-to-air satellite channels? Probably without? not. Yeah, that's, that's not. what I'm thinking. Uh, so anyway, my point being, I don't have the major broadcast networks. I don't have the, you know, the AMCs, all those My those point companies. is you could save a lot of money on cable if you just smoke pot. But pot uh, costs a lot more of money. expensive okay. than cable. I don't know. Yes, I would say that's true. Um, anyway, Mark, bags, I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> Maybe it's really to awful weed. Talking about television programming, uh, so it's gotten a lot better over time, and uh, the stuff on free to air is not anywhere near as good as the major broadcast networks. Uh, but television programming has gotten very good, and they, they, you know, they've tested it out. They know what works. Television commercials are very funny. They're very well produced. There's a lot of money that's poured into them. It's just good production. It's just solid, good technical work, good soundtrack, good editing, good directing, good acting. I mean, the, you know, good offers. These are what motivate people. It's not someone speaking in invisible sound waves that are, that are resonating with your, you know, the sc- your skull. <laughs> I'm sorry. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And... <laughs> Let's continue here with your calls in moments. 855-450-3733. You can take control of the airwaves here, and this is Free Talk Live. And and even if uh, Pepsi was out there doing this and Coke found out that they were, does, uh, you know, do the two different competing messages, how does that work exactly? Like, what if people are sending you conflicting uh, subliminal messages? What happens then? It's Free Talk Live. Election Day is fast approaching. As Americans, we're looking to vote in a new batch of Washington's best, brightest, and morally bankrupt flim-flam artists that money can buy. These irresponsible, unaccountable politicians will try to convince us that red is more fashionable than blue, or that blue is superior to red. These hucksters all want us to know that it's okay to bend over for their big business friends. In our hearts, we all know that no matter what color we choose, we're going to get screwed. Oh, yeah. The staff at Vava Voom says let's get screwed in style. From naughty to nice, Vava Voom has all the top brands of adult novelties, DVDs, sexy lingerie, and supplements that will help keep your bedroom heated these cold winter nights. Let Vava Voom help you get your kink on. Prefer to shop naked? Oh, yeah. Fulfill even your naughtiest fantasies online at shopvavavoom.com. That's shopvavavoom.com. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves toll-free, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com. With you here in the studio, it's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. Toll-free numbers, 855-450-FREE. We're going to continue with your phone calls. 
tried to start the show out with uh, you know a relevant story about what's actually happening in the news that could actually affect your life in that if you were to call the police on your teenage son or daughter when you're having a parental issue with them, in this case, suicidal 16-year-old teenager, uh, decided to call the police on him, his mom did, and, uh, well, she didn't realize that the police were actually going to end up taking his life. We can give you more about that but story. Free Talk Live is about your phone calls, and people have called... It's an open phone show, and we will take calls about absolutely anything. Uh, and so we ended up going into the world of the conspiracy theorist uh, with a call about the HARP project, which people have been calling about for years, claiming various different things, claiming that it's uh, controlling the weather and or controlling people's minds. Uh, and, of course, that's all based on pure speculation. But let's go to your phone calls and continue. Crichton is on the line listening in Louisville. You're on Free Talk Live, Crichton. How's it going, guys? Hey. I can bring it into this open Whoa, sounds like you're in a bad. rainstorm or something. Everything all right there? Um, I'm Tell you what, I'm going to just put you right on hold, and uh, maybe you can find yourself a better phone connection or something like that. Let's go to Steve listening in North Dakota. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Steve. Hello, uh, lady and gentlemen. Um, yes, sir. I, I, uh, on the conspiracy thing, I didn't call for that, but I just wanted to throw this out there real quick. Uh, a few years ago on the old Harry Brown show, Harry Brown being the 1996 and 2000 uh, libertarian presidential candidate, he had his own radio show. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, somebody called in and said, Harry, this harp thing is all, it's all a mind control uh, thing to try to get us to love the government. Harry said, well, why isn't it working? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Libertarianism, libertarianism is on the rise. There's more and more people hate the government every day. Why right. doesn't this thing work? Why can't they mind control people into a higher uh, you know, approval rating for Congress? I mean, what is it, 9%, 8%, something like I've that? I've heard 12, so, uh, you know, 9. I've heard those You'd think they could mind control people into uh, 90-plus percent approval rating for, uh, for the government's Congress. Clearly sure, it's not a mind control yeah. device. Must be weather. Yeah. My my uh, my theory is that the conspiracy theorists are the people actually running everything. So that's that's my conspiracy. Theory. Meaning, uh, but, what do you mean the conspiracy theorists are running everything? You mean every the, every kook that calls this show and and <laughs> spouts off yeah, a conspiracy? Yeah, the guys th- in charge. They're, okay. they're the ones running everything. They're running the show. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's something to the idea that uh, you know some people are putting conspiracies out there for the purpose of distracting people. I think there's you know if you want to have a plausible conspiracy theory, that one makes sense to me. Because these people yeah, that, spend so actually, much time. They spend so much of their yeah, time on this. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, you know, I just wanted to mention um, that I was on the Indian Reservation today. And uh, this is the Indian Reservation in North Dakota. Uh, and I saw two rebel flags. Uh, one was on a car, uh, and the other one was in, uh, flying above uh, some some American Indian's house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the the classic rebel flag, like on the General Lee. And that kind of got me thinking, well, first of all, why? What, why would that, why would that be? And then maybe... Because the South's going to rise they, again. Well, maybe what it is is that they see <laughs> the rebel flag as meaning as a, being a symbol of, uh, of uh, resistance against tyranny. I, um, I which, think which that is, some people do, and uh, I find that – okay, first off, I, I'd like to say that I find the Confederate – what is the the second Virginia battle flag to be one of the most attractive flags I, um, out there. I consider flags right. to be banners of war and destruction. However, that's the best-looking one to me. 
All that stuff yeah. being said, I think that it means a lot of different things to a lot of people. And some people out there uh, are, you know, think that that flag means you hate me. Some black people right. probably think that uh, that flag means that the person who's got it on their car, van, house, or whatever means that that person in that vehicle hates them. Not an unreasonable presumption. Pro- certainly not. Some people have it because it says I'm from the South and that's important to me. There's all kinds of news cases of black people wearing the Confederate flag and wanting to have the right to do it mm-hmm. it's interesting um but yeah. I, you know i mean i think that flag mean I, i've actually seen in the soviet union people with the uh, confederate flags wow and it's you yeah. know it's just this it's this flag that means something to different people in different ways right well it, it was a you know i remember when i was a kid dukes of hazard i'm from the south myself and dukes of hazard was on tv and every whatever night that was friday or saturday night you can see the general, the uh, the Confederate flag, the as you call it, the second second battle flag or whatever. It's not the true stars and bars, but it's the classic what everybody calls the rebel flag. Yep. Uh, every single every single week on television, you can see it, and nobody said that was racist. Nobody thought that that was a racist TV show or anything like that. It was all over the place. In fact, one place that I recall seeing it uh, when I was young, they had a a public access public access black nationalist television show with these two basically Malcolm X worshiping black guys and what was behind them a rebel flag it's interesting i mean you know it's it's all very interesting steve thanks for sharing yeah. your thoughts tonight man appreciate sure, hearing no from problem. you 855-450-free Aaron. i wouldn't display it because it means too many Bad, negative things to too many people. Yeah, let's talk to same way as reason I don't call myself an anarchist either for one well one of the major reasons. <laughs> Grammatically uh, incorrect word. Aaron, you're on Free Talk Live, listening in Indy to WXNT. I want the listeners to know this is not set up by you guys at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Wow. laughs> you're talking about perfect timing. I want to talk about one thing, but before I did, it, it's, it's amazing. We can always find an excuse to do whatever you want in this country and uh, pretend like I would love to see somebody from Germany put up a swap sticker flag in their yard and use that same excuse. But anyway, uh, to my other point... So, uh, wait, wait, before you go on, I want to ask you a couple of questions. So you find the Confederate flag to be, uh, you know, insulting to you? No, it's not insulting. I try to use a little intellect. Okay, I'm uh, just listening. I don't think we have it. I think <laughs> it's not insulting to me. I think it's... Re- Appealing to whoever puts it up, that, you know. But don't you think that? I mean, it, I, I, I'm just assuming that there's, uh, there, there's, you know, there's a couple of news stories with some black people that wanted to, to fly the Confederate flag, and one of them was a college student who wanted to wear it uh, to school on his T-shirt and things oh, like well, that. Then it's all right. Hey, I, I'm just we, asking. We <laughs> I, I know that different people think different things about this flag, and I know that it um, it makes some people feel bad. I wouldn't wear something that made somebody feel bad if it if I knew that that was the case. I mean, it just. But at the same time, I know that not everybody wears it in order to make people feel bad. You know, we got a case here in Indiana, Indiana right now. Mm-hmm. It was just on the news today. You can uplift it on the news station. This guy who had a major intersection in one small town. He put up. For Halloween, wink, wink, quote unquote. For Halloween, he's got this here uh, a mask of Obama. He's got this here body of Obama hanging from a tree. Mm. But it's just part of his Halloween setup, you know. You know, it means different things to different people. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. 
but uh, like I said, to my point, I wanted—I uh, was looking at uh, with this here FEMA thing today. How Romney said—they said Romney called FEMA and trying to get some information on what's going on. And you do realize there's one president, right? right. It's kind of silly. I mean, when you know, to some extent, I think people, when when they're campaigning, uh, people expect the other individual to act presidential, and that means hmm. to pretend like they would be handling the situation. But fake it till you make it, right? Fake red phone in his office. Say again. I said, I wonder if he got a fake red phone in his office. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Aaron. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Eight five five. If you tell a good joke, you're gone because that's eight, we're gonna end you on a high point. Eight five five four fifty free. Let's go to Sam in Texas. Is this Sam? I am. It is. How you doing, hey, guys? Sam. Hey, Sam. It's good to hear from you. All right, so I'm gonna take you guys on on the harp. Uh, you're not taking me on. <laughs> oh, I am definitely taking you on, All right. Mark. After what you said earlier. What I say. Okay, first off, I just want to point out if a caller calls in, you know, say on a topic of like private protection services, and they make the claim, well. One warlord would take over the world, and yada, yada, yada. You deride them as going to this extreme circumstance, but yet, or extreme example, but when it comes to harp, that's exactly what you guys do to the All call. right, hang on. We'll bring you back. 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. Get your tinfoil hats. More coming up. If you want to move to the free state you're looking for some real estate well i know a guy who's really great it's the realtor mark warden do you want a home with 20 acres a lakeside cabin any takers for renters buyers and sellers too mark warden is the guy for you porcupinerealestate.com This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything. Toll-free number, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have there for you. We've got a webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact with the uh, other listeners that are in the chat room there. The cam page includes a chat room. Not the one that's uh, that comes with live stream, but our own, very own chat room. It's right below the cam section of the page. You go to cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam freetalklive.com and like the rest of our features on our site it's completely free now if you love the ideas of liberty and you want to get together with other people who are willing to actually do something about it you should go to freestateproject.org learn about the free state project with over 13,000 people who have signed up to make the move to new hampshire we want to reach 20,000 so we're about two-thirds of the way there at this point uh, once again, freestateproject.org. Go there to learn more. Get the 101 Reasons to Move to New Hampshire. Mark, you said uh, on the air last night on the Sunday show, I heard this uh, as I was uh, out and about behind the uh, the studio. Boot to the boot. And uh, I, you said that there were 1,100 movers. It's not an accurate statement. Uh, you want to make sure that you get that right, I think, when you're, when you're talking about it. There are 1,100 people in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. That doesn't mean 1,100 people moved because when the Free State Project chose New Hampshire as its state, when the when they reached 5,000 members, there was a vote uh, and there were 10 different candidates. So why states. do, they, why do the, free, the, the Free State Project participants refer to it as your mover number? What's your mover number? They'll ask each other these questions. Yeah. And uh, your mover number is 420. Yeah. And uh, I came in just behind you. Right. But... 
Good there point. were 256 people or something like that in state already. Does that sound about right to you? Something like that, yeah. Some number like that that were in state already. So what was their mover number? Do they just have to fight over those first uh, 125, 100, uh, 256 numbers? Yeah, I mean, it's not a perfect system by all means. I'm, I'm just, just telling saying, you that it's, you know, it's inaccurate to state that there have been 1,100 uh, movers. There probably have been, but you know, we can only count the ones that have said, hey, count me. So it's 1,100 people are in state now. Probably like 800 of them were actually, you know, 800, 850. They were signed up movers. for the Free State Project, and the Free State Project happened to be in their state. Yep. So for me, that's good enough. But they that's moved. not moving. Yeah, sure they did. You don't, you they don't traveled through time actually... and space, sir. Sure, <laughs> they've left the state Boy, and come now that back is a, yeah. in through and in, in eight years wow. or whatever it's been here. Fine by me. They're just yeah, movers. No, I'm sorry. You, you can't call someone a mover if they okay. actually haven't moved uh, from one point to another, from outside of New Hampshire Hello, to a point Mr. inside it. Sam is with us, uh, but there are a lot of people, hundreds of them, who've made the move, and more will be coming. And Sam is with us uh, from down in Texas. Now, you are going to uh, call us out on how we're treating conspiracy theorists. Go ahead, sir. Okay, so let me just kind of set a basis here. I haven't spent hundreds and hundreds of hours researching Harpy, and I think I watched a documentary that was a couple hours, and I've listened to a two- or three-hour radio interview by one of the top researchers on this subject. He's written a book. I think it's called Angels Don't Play That Harp or something along those lines. And yeah, so, I believe that's mentioned in the Wikipedia article about it, so I'll see if I can get a link to the book. Go ahead. Okay. So, you know, when someone calls in and brings up harp, and, Mark, this is what you did earlier with the first guy, you imply that, well, you know, harp came around in 1980 and there were hurricanes before that, which says that, well... Any, you know, since HARP, every hurricane has been unnatural or created or whatever. And I think it's important to note a difference between uh, the ability to create or control the weather versus influence it. And what HARP really does, it's, a, it's an array of radio antennas, and each one of these uh, individual antennas is a 100,000-watt station. And, Ian, you know, these don't – 100,000-watt station, that's not pocket change to start nope. broadcasting at that power level. Nope. And they, they put these in arrays of, I think it's 40 or 80 of these antennas, and they get an effective billion watt through uh, basically phasing the, the waves and so forth. So they shoot that up into the ionosphere. What it does is it heats the ionosphere and raises it up. Now, the same thing happens from the sun every day. Uh, this is why at night you get AM radio stations that propagate all over the world, and the ham radio operators are able to talk to people around the world because the ionosphere cools and lowers. So what happens when you use HARP to heat it up, it pushes it up and it creates a vacuum underneath. Now that vacuum is, a meteorologist would probably call that a low-pressure system. That's what creates weather. So with HARP, you can absolutely use it to influence the weather, that's not to say that, you know, every hurricane or every earthquake or whatever is created by HARP, but I think certainly there's some evidence to show that uh, they are using it to influence and maybe enhance or uh, reduce some of these, the severity of some of these storms and so forth. What would right. you guys say to that? You know, and I think that if the, we- if, if the government could control the weather, they would try to control the weather. If HARP is intended to do that, 
then I would say that the best way to, defi- to, to decide whether or not it's been a successful program is to find out whether or not, in the amount of time that they've been doing it, they've been more or less successful. And I mean, are there more storms? Are there fewer storms? Because I don't know. And I don't think that, you know, I mean, unless somebody does the studies and, and tracks this stuff, we wouldn't know. In which case, then we would find out whether or not it was actually used for the weather. But some people have claimed that it was used for mind control, and I'm reasonably certain it's not doing that very well. Well, and I mean, we are all electromagnetic beings. I'm not sure. saying HARP is used for mind control, but to suggest that a radio frequency, a radio energy, just because we can't see it, uh, passing through our body, which is electromagnetic in nature, it, to say that there's zero chance of that affecting our mood or our thoughts or whatever, I think that's kind of irresponsible. I don't think I said there was zero chance. I just said there's no persuasive evidence that any of that's true. I mean, if they're heating the ionosphere, would that only not just affect the weather in a more direct manner in the area around the transmission range of that antenna? No, because this is where they use the antenna array to sort of aim it and direct it, and they're bouncing you know, around the planet to target uh, wherever it is they want. And as far as drivers' motivations, I, I mean, the number two, the, the top two things the military wants to know in a war zone is troop uh, movements and weather. And, and you have, there's, you know, Alex Jones always quotes the top Air Force special weapons guy talking about weather control. Uh, there's also Air Force documents from the 80s that describe the program and so forth. Uh, You can also, I'm sure on YouTube there's videos of ham operators who are in some of these areas that they think are under bombardment, and what they see is just a huge high-power spike on a certain frequency. Uh, You know, no telling what, what it is they're trying to do, you know, with this uh, hurricane that's out there, there is a website you can go check. I think it's called Harp Status that is putting up this map. Now, I haven't checked these guys out. I got this from uh, uh, UrbanSurvival.com where he linked to it. But it shows a map of the energy being radiated by Harp. How they generate that, I don't know. But what it's showing, <laughs> what it's showing is that there's high energy, radio frequency energy going in around the storm. Now, are they trying to weaken it or strengthen it? Yeah. Sam, thanks for the uh, thoughts. Appreciate the call tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Lots of information, lots of claims. There's no way to really know what the truth is, though, right? The government's not going to tell you. Unless you're uh, a, you know, an atmospheric you tell you, research scientist, you might have a chance of understanding some of this. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and two XM channels. FTL's also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You may bring up what you want. 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. 
You don't have to agree with us. In fact, I prefer it when you don't because it makes things more interesting. 855-450-3733. Here tonight, it's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. And don't forget, you can join us over at freetalklive.com where you'll find our news updates. You can get signed up and follow us via email, Twitter, or Facebook. Whatever your preference is, you can go to news.freetalklive.com and get on board over there. It's all free. News.freetalklive.com. We just talked to Sam I am uh, down in Texas about the you know these conspiracy theories and you know even he was pointing out that you really can't say for sure even if even if you accept the idea as many people do that the heart project can control some aspect of the weather as he was talking about heating the ionosphere you can't really say that they are absolutely controlling the weather in any given location there's no evidence for it. Um, right. I and, mean, there's a lot of evidence for government programs being ineffective or doing the opposite of what they were intended to do. Yeah. And I tend to think that that's what uh, most of mostly what's going to happen in those circumstances. But, you know, I don't know. And the government hasn't released a lot of information on these uh, these projects. So at this point, all we have is really unsubstantiated claims. It's true. And that's why I just am not interested in spending a bunch of time doing research on this. Uh, and even Sam said that he hadn't put a whole bunch of time doing research. He'd watched a documentary, which, of course, you presume the person doing the documentary has done research. Uh, but on the other hand, there's plenty of... Uh, Lots of crackpot documentaries right, out there. There are plenty of crackpot documentaries. There's uh, you know the 9-11 documentaries, which have actually been, in a lot of cases, debunked. The old... Uh, oh God, I forget what it was called. But uh, Loose Change, that was like one of the ones that was really big many years ago. But then there was a, there's a whole website devoted to debunking the claims on Loose Change. But if you just sit and watch Loose Change, it's a very persuasive-sounding documentary. It's, it's well-made, and it's written well, and it seems like, well, yeah, they might be right. But then if you read the debunking uh, website that follows the movie point by point by point and provides counter-information to the movie's claims, then you think to yourself, wow, well... Those guys are full of it. And, of course, you know, unless you're at the root and doing all the research yourself, you're subject to the whims of the people who are creating the, the product uh, for but This you. is one of the things that, it, you know, kind of my complaint about the Internet and life today is, is there are things that you just can't know the answers on because – you have to accept experts, right? Well, when you accept the experts, there are experts on both sides mm-hmm. saying yep. opposite things. So, therefore, how am I going to know? How right. am I going to know whether or not Jesus existed or didn't? I mean, here, here's a here's the most important person who's lived in the last two thousand years, and there are people out there that claim and make persuasive arguments that he never existed. I don't believe it, but I, that I just I don't ha- I, I can't decide whether or not that's the case. I'm just choosing that for myself. You could you could make any claim. Any claim at all, and you could find an argument, a well-crafted argument that supports it, and a well-crafted argument that doesn't. Indeed. Absolutely true. So 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. I think uh, my point, major point here is that I don't feel like I'm being mind-controlled because I'm certainly not a, a statist uh, drone, and there are plenty of right. people what who would, aren't. What would the argument be for people like us? What are they controlling my mind to do? Yeah, I mean, a- am I just, just stronger than the mind control? I, these are all great questions. We don't have the mind control conspiracy theorist. They didn't call tonight. Uh, the the conspiracy theorist called tonight about the weather control. It is, after all, a hurricane going on. Yeah, uh, and of course there are other people who now now like let's take this to the other side, right? So on one side there are people that believe 
This is the government controlling the weather. These hurricanes, they're amping them up. They're making or, them more or powerful. them down. Sam said that it's possibility is they're trying to minimize them. And that's uh, another possibility. And it makes a heck of a lot more sense to me that the government would want its citizens hard at work. And most of the, the, the problem with conspiracy theories generally isn't the theories themselves. It's the people that propagate them. Sam sounds reasonable when he calls in. When that other gentleman called in, what was, he, uh, what was his name? Lauren? Lauren called in, and he's called in several times this week. He doesn't sound reasonable. He's an 18-year-old, and he says, ah, harp, controlling the weather. Yep. And, you know, I- I'm sorry, it just doesn't sound, to my mind, like a reasonable claim. Uh, when you talk about the ionosphere being heated up and it uh, you know, might cause weather patterns to change, and, eh, you know, that's a possibility. Certainly the harp machine is doing something up there. But the claim that... Essentially, and I've heard this from conspiracy theorists, that whenever a weather pattern happens, it's always harp. It's the government. So or it, must not, it must not be because there were hurricanes before that. And, of course, there's always the Christians out there that are claiming— right. It's God doing it to punish uh, the gays or something generally like that. The gay, or the, punish people for caring about gay gays people, or being friendly to gays. They're with the weather all the time. Yeah. So you decide, is it actually some sort of government conspiracy? Is God trying to punish everyone? Or is it just— that's just how this world works, and well, there's terrible weather out there sometimes. This is total speculation. I don't know much about weather, but I think that if you were to take the weather and climate and you were to look at it, not over the course of 100 years, but over the course of a much larger time period, like a 1,000 years or something, that you would see all kinds of climate fluctuations where maybe it was warm for a period of time and then it got cooler mm-hmm. and then it was warm again. And I think you would also see uh, the same thing with natural disasters, you know, like maybe there was a period where there was a bunch of hurricanes together and then there was a while where there weren't any. And then there was, you know, I, I just think that that to say, hey, there's been more hurricanes. So obviously that means, you know, this when you're looking at, say, the last hundred years, it's kind of irrelevant. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Unfortunately, uh, the amount of time that you can go back for weather like that would be very That's true. limited. Now, I, I was talking to my wife today, and we were— you know, But I the, bet what you would find out is it's all pretty uh, unpredictable. It may be. Right, and, but my claim, or my point, is that I think it's been unpredictable the entire time. That's it's not I mean, like weather yeah. has been awesome, and then all of a sudden all right. these bad things are happening. I was talking to my wife today about uh, you know this sort of a hurricane. And can you imagine before they predicted weather? And I don't know when they did it, but it, it couldn't have been until after World War II. Radar hadn't even been invented until uh, World War II. So what was it like, I mean, in Florida or something, just, you know, when a hurricane's coming— you know, you might get a little rain, a little smattering of rain. Sometimes it's dead calm until it just comes on you. And what must it, must it have been like when you didn't have any chance to prepare? It just, whoom, here's a hurricane with uh, 75, uh, 115 mile an hour winds. Mm-hmm. That must have been terrifying. Let's go to the phones. Crichton is on the line listening in Louisville. Uh, we're going to try him one more time. Had a bad line before. Go ahead, Crichton. How are you guys tonight? Sounding better. Go ahead, sir. Well, I can put an end to this harp. Uh theory, uh, conspiracy theory stuff pretty fast. Um, HARP is exactly what it, its name says it is. It's a resonance program to bounce off a massive, basically like a sonar being off the ionosphere uh, repeatedly in order to uh, track and potentially map out the, re- the reflective surface of the ionosphere. And the reason that that would be uh, useful militarily is that if you could predict how the ionosphere over a particular area of the planet would move, then you would be able to potentially 
uh, triangulate a shortwave transmission, like a number station or an enemy uh, shortwave uh, radio station. So you can pinpoint the enemy? It's really hard now. So you can pinpoint the enemy uh, with this technology? Well, well, that's the experiment. Um, I don't believe it's actually possible. I don't think they succeeded. Uh, Otherwise, we'd have a lot better technology, I think. There would be a lot of examples of where this would work. Triangulating someone over the radio horizon is really hard, and it's really extra hard by in shortwave frequencies, especially because of the ionosphere. Because mm, they're now, bouncing all over the place. Right. And, but in the, and beyond the shortwave frequencies that we normally are used to, that leave the, leave the, the ionosphere, I'm sorry, I have a cold, and go out into space, they can be tracked easily by... by uh, satellites because that's not over the radio horizon. What about Sam's claim about this heating the ionosphere? I have no doubt that that's been attempted, but that just seems ridiculous on the space. Very good, Crichton. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate uh, hearing from you and the thoughts. 855-450-FREE. So, you know, it just depends who you ask, right? Sam saw a documentary. Crichton says that's ridiculous on its face. Sounds like he knows something about sciencey things. 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. How about we focus on things that are actually happening we can prove? On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Franks, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control here. What's the most ridiculous thing you've seen thus far in this hurricane and all the coverage? I just saw a picture on Facebook of someone's trampoline tangled in power lines. And when I say trampoline, I mean like the full-size, big old trampoline that's humongous where you can fit a bunch of people up on it. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, one of those things right up into the power lines. Tangled up in them. Pretty crazy. 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. More coming up with you and your calls. Plus, as though it was predicted that we were going to be talking about ridiculous conspiracy theory... We had just talked about how the Christians, uh, some of them, believe that it's uh, it's God, Jesus, is punishing uh, America for being friendly to gays. And sure enough, here's the requisite article straight out of uh, GayStarNews.com about a Christian preacher who's blaming the gays for Hurricane Sandy. We can talk about that here in a moment, but let's go to the phones. And I we- want to come out uh, right now and say that it was the flying spaghetti monster and his noodly appendage that is, uh, uh, actually caused the storm because all the people believe that uh, silly uh, religious text called the Bible. And so he's was- angry? I didn't know it was an angry, angry god. Ang- well, you know, everybody can get sick and tired of it every once in a while. Hmm. Let's go to Steve in South Carolina. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Steve. Hi, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind? I was just listening. Uh, well, uh, the hurricane uh, is, um, it has interesting timing. You could say it was almost like a kamikaze for the current administration. That is true. Um, well, why? Was it, it, does it work in their favor or against them? Well, it just distracts uh, from the Benghazi uh, attack and puts that this right on the front page. The Benghazi I mean, attack the was hitting. interesting. I'm not. 
the, Biz- the Benghazi it, attack was hitting hard, and uh, it might have been yeah. that October surprise that was going to mess up. Mm-hmm. Isn't there always yeah. something in the news at the same time as a hurricane? Yes, that's true. I'm not trying yeah. to say that it is. It's just okay. interesting timing. And HARP itself, uh, they have a public web page. You know, I mean, people uh, blame it for lots of things, but you can go to the uh, website for the HARP uh, um, project. There are other similar projects around the world, and I don't believe that uh, something that's top secret would be so out of the open. Well, most, uh, I mean, if they're going to have a secret wing, they're certainly not going to publish that on their website. Lockheed right? Martin yeah. isn't telling you what it's working on. Well, the most compelling uh, incident I saw was when the missile seemed to be snatched out of the air when the climate change conference was going on in Norway a few years ago. That was that the was missile snatched out uh, of yeah, the there air. Was a rocket. It, it appeared such. Um, I had seen. Uh, they said it was a rocket test gone wrong, and it looked. Uh, oh, this was in. Norway, two thousand. I think I remember we talked about this. It yes. looked very spectacular yes. on the recordings yeah. of it. Yes, it looked as though there was um, um, the same kind of effect that you have when you hit a, a, tim, a big timpani drum, a big uh, kettle drum, and the, um, I forget what the name of the rings are called, the pattern. That is, uh, uh, if you have, say, hot powder on there or something, it will, it will form a pattern on there as a wave pattern, and the, the same pattern was uh, in the video of this rocket that was in the sky. That was very uh, hard to explain, and a lot of people blamed the uh, harp and said that the, they had used the harp to send a message and this and that. And right, I, we I, talked but, about this thing. Uh, if you look up uh, yeah. Norway Missile Spiral yeah. on that, uh, that, the that, internet, exactly. you Google that, yeah. it'll give you the pictures. It's really an amazing-looking uh, picture, and what? yeah, you're right, there are all kinds of conspiracy theories surrounding it, but really uh, what it was was a missile test gone bad. And there are other projects around the world that are similar to HARP, run by uh, other countries as well. One's S-U-R-A, I don't know exactly what that stands yep. for, but it's uh, in Russia. more powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe that the, you know, that it's um, uh, being directed. If uh, they could direct it towards us, and they could direct it away, you know, and why not take, why not do that and take claim, you know? Why not uh, create a bunch yeah. of hurricanes and slam them into North Korea or something like that, right? Well, exactly. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call tonight, Steve. I appreciate yeah, hearing from you. Eight five five four fifty free. We got Mike back in Texas. Had a disconnection earlier. Uh, Mike, you're back on Free Talk Live. Hey, Ian, my whole point earlier was, you know, when you when you mock and ridicule people and you use that label conspiracy theorist, all you're doing is alienating people that are fighting for your cause, that believe in the same thing. No, they're not. That's not true. You don't think, Ian, for a second, you don't think for a second that conspiracy theorists in general despise the government and cops? No, some of them want to take it over. Some of them want to take over the gov- the uh, the government and run it their way. Just because someone's a conspiracy theorist doesn't mean that they're liberty minded. I'll grant you, some of them are. I'd for say a lot sure. of them are. I think that there are a number of them who you know come into the liberty movement from the conspiracy side of things and then find more productive things to do uh, than spend all their time on conspiracy theories. But um, a lot of them aren't. Right. I mean, that's a fact. But yeah. Yeah, that's okay. You say spend all their time on conspiracy theories. Well, you guys spend all your time on this liberty and police state stuff. How did that help that 16-year-old from getting murdered by the cops? Didn't stop the police shootings. The police shootings of unarmed people are happening daily. I hate to say this, but I'm already used to it. 
Yeah, that's I mean, unfortunate. Obviously, we didn't save that kid from being shot, but any parents that hear that story might think twice about not call about calling the police if something happens with their son or daughter. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I, that's a hell of a lot more useful than uh, talking about harp for two hours. But we've done that anyway because you know it's free talk live, and a bunch of people called about it. So here we are. Yeah. Well. Okay, yeah, I guess I'll get off the phone so other people can call. Well, no, I mean, you're welcome to continue. What else did you want to share tonight? I don't know. I want to talk about unemployment. That's the original reason I called. Look, you, uh, just one more one more thought, though, too, for you about this. Now uh, you want to talk about consp- it. Well, no, I want to talk more <laughs> about the idea that uh, you know we're making fun of and turning off the conspiracy theorists. It's just I hope you can understand, Mike. We've been doing this show now for a decade almost. And we've heard it all over and over again, and it never changes. And it just gets, I think I get, there's a point of frustration that I reach with it relatively quickly. And I, you know, if, it, if I've been making fun of conspiracy theorists, I apologize. I don't think I've called anybody a name tonight. I've just you called use the it term ridiculous. I think the theories are ridiculous. But that doesn't mean That's I think okay. that the people are bad people or anything like that. And I didn't call them a poopy head or, you know, I didn't call them any, you know, personal there's a tone, kooks, though. insulting the term terms. Kooks. Right, and there's a tone, and you came back from the break laughing very loudly. Yeah, so. I was laughing at a ridiculous website, a which ridiculous absolutely website. was a kook website. I mean, you're talking about lizard people. You don't believe that one, do you, Mike? You know what? I don't know what to believe anymore. The only stuff I believe is what the government denies. And I said that before. <laughs> All right. So you wanted That's to go. That's pretty good. You want to talk about something else? Go ahead. Yeah. I wanted to talk about unemployment and this fake, ridiculous 7% number that they keep putting out there. So you mean to tell me that out of 100 people that are willing and able to work, 93 of them are? Is that, is that what I'm supposed to believe about the unemployment number? I, that 93 out of 100 people are working in this country? I think that, uh, I, no, I think that it's pretty obvious. They do put out an employment number, and it's like 58%. And I think that they're obviously lying with their uh, unemployment number because, well, that's what they do. They try to twist the numbers. And then the news media makes it seem like 8% of, uh, unemployment is a big, bad thing, when, in fact, something like, uh, f- fewer than it's something like thirty percent of the American working age population isn't working. I'm not talking about kids and grandmas here. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. And what happened to where American greed has gotten so bad that a uh, a head of uh, shareholders or a CEO would say, "I would rather take my business overseas and keep our profits." so high that we make more money than we can ever spend instead of uh, lowering our profit margin and keeping people in America working. I mean, wouldn't that make more sense that, uh, and more products would be bought and sold? And I mean, it, it, this, this whole thing about sending businesses overseas and the unemployment number, it's just, it's just straight greed. I just, I don't understand it anymore. Well, I think that, uh, did you just make the uh, claim that it was cheaper for it to stay here? Because I think that's a testament to how expensive it is to employ people in America because uh, it's cheaper to take it overseas, right? Well, that's okay if it's expensive. Let's let's keep it here so we can stay strong and this country can stay working and the people that want a job can have a job. And maybe somebody doesn't need to make $100 million in a year. Maybe $80 million would be enough. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you? I want to have my products manufactured wherever they can be done for the least amount of money in the most quality manner because I, as a consumer, would like to spend less on those things. Even if, 
even if your biggest consumer base, the United States, even if the, your biggest consumer base it becomes unemployed so they can't buy your products anymore. Does it, that make sense? That does. You know, the fact is, remember that uh, the car unemployed a lot of blacksmiths, but those people went on and they found other jobs. And so, you know, I mean, when there's a realignment, it isn't that uh, manufacturing in foreign countries that's caused the economic downturn. It's the United States government's manipulation of its own currency. absolutely the case. Mike, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you, sir. the, The founding fathers would be shooting by now. Well, I certainly don't recommend shooting. That's not going to solve the problem, but I understand your communication. And thanks for the call. 855-450-FREE. Toll-free number. Hour 3 is next. You take control. It's Free Talk Live. A science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press. Quantum Vibe. It's year 2523. There are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. People travel in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed. With brain implants and artificial gravity. Scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system on a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. Quantum five. There's a robot girl and zany creatures made with genetically engineered features and corporate villains crave the opportunity to steal a profit from others' ingenuity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant. Talk Live, hour number three. You bring up anything, 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features waiting for you on our website. You get to actually control the content if you would like. You can find different things online that you think are interesting. Submit them as show prep over at freetalklive.com. They will appear on the upcoming stories page, and they must receive a certain number of votes in order to be promoted to reach the front page and the top of the website at freetalklive.com. So, like uh, like this show, the website does not vet you. You can make uh, and post any, you know, claims that you want to, and each person gets to decide for themselves whether or not they are believable. Same thing with your calls. Lots of people have uh, made calls tonight on the subject of the harp conspiracy theory. And then I was called out for being uh, making fun of the conspiracy theorists. And by the way, we do nothing like what we used to do on the show. I mean, we used to be brutal on conspiracy theorists, and we're a lot kinder than it used to be. I think we've learned that. I d- yeah, I don't think I called anybody a kook tonight. I you think I called the, the kook. theories kook. Okay, I, th- I think I called the. Uh, All the I remember is you kook. saying kook. Yeah, I did use the term kook tonight. It's true, but I. I tried not to call the conspiracy theorists kooks because but here's the question i'd have for anybody who's uh, believes uh, the the harp conspiracy theory because i think that everybody's a conspiracy theorist um as far as i'm concerned that term isn't very useful because everybody believes in conspiracy theories but if you believe in the harp conspiracy theory and i don't is there a conspiracy theory out there that you do believe in mm-hmm. 
Uh, or excuse me, that, 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 excuse me, that you don't believe in. Like lizards. Like the lizard people. There are people out there, go ahead and research David Icke, who believe that uh, the world leaders uh, and Jews are lizard people from outer space that can shapeshift and mm. stuff. And it's, you know... Is That's that an exciting a, theory? Is that a ridiculous claim? Is it a kook theory? It sounds like it would make a good TV series. Let's like, call it V. Let's call it just like that. Yeah, I mean, it was the old V series, and and a lot of these things. When it, you know, aliens, people didn't see what they call greys now, the big eyed aliens. Mm-hmm. They didn't see those until Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Until That's then, it was all uh, the like the people that the kind of aliens you'd see in the other sci-fi movies. It right? was robots and bugs. Yeah. Um, was the old aliens were robots and bugs mm-hmm. before the big-eyed um, aliens, and those just took off. So strangely, after the movies, uh, actually there was a movie before Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and I don't remember what the name of it was what, with Grays in it. With Grays in it, and mm-hmm. it was a couple of years earlier. But that's when they hap- That's when they started. Interesting. So the origin of Greys is that movie, and that's kind of how it goes. That's where likely David Icke got his uh, lizard Jew theory was, well, the movie series V. Well, it's not the uh, government conspiracy mark. It's God, according to one preacher and probably more than one of them. But at least this is the one that GayStarNews.com is reporting on LGBT Global News 24-7. Christian preacher, Chaplain John McTiernan. Not to be confused with John McTiernan, the director of Die Hard, has said God's judgment of gays caused the hurricane nearing the east coast of the United States. Anti-gay Christian preacher John McTiernan is uh, already blaming Hurricane Sandy on gays as the east coast prepares for the storm, which has already killed 60 people in the Caribbean. Author and chaplain John McTiernan has decided who is at fault. On his website, Defend Proclaim the Faith. The preacher says the gathering storm must be God's judgment on gays and punishing the president, Barack Obama, for coming out in support of marriage equality. Now, um, I'm not sure if you saw this. I saw saw a video on Facebook kind of recently of Barack Obama actually saying that he believed that uh, the sanctity of marriage was between a man and a woman. And Mm. he sounded very anti-gay in his response. Was Have that recent, or was yes, that a was, campaign video from was, like two thousand eight? I think it was recent. Mm-hmm. I'll look into it. I don't. Rem- I don't recall, but but he was sounded very anti gay in his his response. Interesting. I wonder to whom he was speaking in that particular. There was a, It was some sort of debate. I think I'm not sure. I will come back with that. He believes ever since George Bush Senior signed the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel in 1991, that quote America has been under God's judgment since that event. McTernan said that Obama is 100% behind. Apparently, America wasn't under God's judgment for anything like slavery or any of the other things that uh, America, you know, the government has uh, has done. It, it apparently was George Bush, Bush Sr. signing a uh, proclamation back in 1991. Well, and did gays just, are they new? They just came about? So what about the hurricanes in the past? Well, he's not saying it's because gays exist. He's saying it's because uh, Barack Obama came out in support of marriage equality. Both candidates, he says, are pro-homosexual and are behind the homosexual agenda. America is under political judgment and the church does not know it. His reasoning for this is it's been 21 years since the perfect storm of October 1991. I'd love to know what this homosexual agenda is. Apparently Uh, it's to convert everybody into being gay. Now, I think that there are lots of homosexuals that would like to convert lots of straight people into being gay. So I believe that that agenda exists. 
I'm going Are you on the record. Serious yes, about that? Absolutely, sure. Maybe in their fantasy that they, you know, see a straight man or whatever that they would like to have sex with, so they wish he would be gay, but they don't realistically believe they can be converted, right? I don't know what they really realistically believe, but I think that they want to. Don't you? I don't, I don't know. I think I, that they would want to in the way that Ian was discussing. I don't right. think they want to in any sort of serious right. Like, oh, manner. it'd be nice if he were gay, but he's not. Well, I think that I think that like I'll tell you what I'm um, operating in a conspiracy in order to get all the attractive women in the world to kill off everybody else and just uh, and it just be me and them. That sounds terrible. That- of course, you have no sex drive. <laughs> I can't imagine dealing all those attractive with that many women kind of annoy you. Women all at once. Go ahead. That many people all at once. Uh, Twenty-one years, he says, breaks down to seven times three, which is a significant number with God. Three is perfection, as the Godhead is three in one, while seven is perfection. The number, consp- the number yes. theory things; those are funny. Well, he says this is the reason for everything because there was a perfect storm in October of 1991. It's now been 21 years since that time. Oh, there you go, uh, McTiernan. Because there are a lot of numbers in the world that uh, would break down to three. Ah, but three times seven, Mark. It's three more of the important. Perfect, yeah. Three and seven, both perfect numbers, yep. according to him. McTernan had planned to host a prayer if meeting. It, if it was ten, would that be three plus seven? Yeah, that's true. You could totally break that one down, too. I bet there was, a, uh, bet there was another nasty storm ten years after that as well. Uh, however, the storm is scheduled, because, by the way, there are storms every October, just to let you know. Mm. Hurricanes. It's hurricane season <laughs> yeah, October. The online minister blamed Hurricane Isaac, which later became a tropical storm on homosexuals. He said gay festival Southern Decadence was to blame as God was putting an end to the city and its wickedness. Thousands of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people enjoyed Southern Decadence, and nine preachers were arrested for an aggressive anti-gay demonstration. Uh, Tris Reed-Smith, director and editor of Gay Star News, who is in Baltimore for LGBT's workplace conference Out and Equal, said, quote, So far, it looks like any cancellations to events over the next few days are just going to give us more time for partying. If God's trying to punish the gays, he sure doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> so the gays are having themselves a hurricane party. Might as well. I mean, that's what yep. uh, hurricanes are all about in Florida. Time to go home uh, from work and uh, drink beer. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah if you've got uh, alcohol and a hurricane... Uh, you've got a hurricane party. That's right. Right. You can have a hurricane party by, by yourself. yourself. And they do. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, there's probably several preachers like him making similar claims in the media and the intention of, I don't know, what, gathering more to their flock or something like Why that. Why doesn't God come out and say that this is just ludicrous? What that uh, I mean, unless he wants it to be, unless it, he wants it actually be to uh, ascribe to him. I mean, you know, he's really about that not feeding the trolls thing, isn't he? I guess he's pretty good at that. Yeah. Your thoughts are welcome. Eight five five four fifty free. We started the show out with uh, well, the story that actually is relevant to our lives. Uh, Liz- you know, Lisa- if he would just zap a few preachers for saying this stuff, they would shut up real fast. I mean, it, he doesn't even need to do anything. Just random acts of lightning would uh, would would happen. By the way, I heard a story one time on the news where um, some people were getting married and uh, some lightning struck the church when they were getting married and actually set the altar on fire. Wow! wow. Can you imagine? And, and, and the really weird part of the story is they finished the ceremony. Was it? Oh, was it right when uh, the priest said, "If anyone has an objection." Speak now. That would really be great. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I should look that story up and see if my memory is tricking me because it's been at least 25 Good story. years. All right. So we'll Maybe return. I don't to- want to. I, I like my life better with that story being true. We'll take anything here as far as your calls as always at 855-450-FREE. In addition 
Uh, okay, now people are asking about XM because this is the hour on which we are normally first heard on XM, so we'll have to explain that when we return here. And then, if we get a chance, we'll tell you more about the 16-year-old teenager who has been shot to death by the police after threatening to kill himself. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here, 855-453. More about the teenager who was shot to death by the police after he threatened to kill himself and his mom called the cops. Whoops. 855-453 is the toll-free number. You can take control. You can bring up anything that you want and with you in studio tonight. It is Ian. And Julia. And Mark. Uh, Also, don't forget to join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got listening options for you. Live streams in broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of the show. You can head over to listen.freetalklive.com to get tuned in there. And in addition to that, you can learn about our over 110 radio stations across the country that air the show at various different times throughout the week. Plus, our satellite listening options include XM Satellite Radio, as well as our free-to-air KU Band channel, the webcam, and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way. Listen.freetalklive.com. I said I would explain a little more about what's going on with XM. Uh, we just had somebody call into our uh, call-in number and ask, hey, where is Free Talk Live? Because normally, uh, up until today, we had been heard between 9 and midnight Eastern Time on XM's America's Talk, that's channel 166, on weeknights, starting tonight, as in now, uh, the first hour is not going to be heard. The only Period. the second, At all. yeah, only the second and third hours will be heard. So yeah, ten previously, to the first hour is heard live. Excuse me, the last hour is heard live, and no. then the first two hours were previously heard. Uh, they would start our show at nine o'clock. Okay. as though it were the first hour of the show. All right. So they are now starting the show at ten. I presume that means they are taking hours two and three. Of the program. So you'll still be able to hear two thirds of Free Talk Live every night on XM's America's Talk. You will still be able to hear all three hours of our Saturday and Sunday shows on Extreme Talk on XM. Uh, if you don't like the changes, feel free to reach out to XM if you're a paying subscriber and tell them thanks for airing Free Talk Live and then ask to hear more Free Talk Live and hear the show live. I mean, it'd be great to be on live more often. But one of the, I mean, you know, frankly, the loss of the hour does show how we work with um, our, you know, syndicators. I mean, we make our stations, our, our affiliates. We try to make it easy on them, and as a result... They take the easiest path, and Free Talk Live is the easy one. Sure. So what happened was uh, XM – yeah, now you're right, Mark, and I explained this in an email update that I sent earlier today, which I linked on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you know, it's not that they're upset at Free Talk Live or anything like that. Nope. It's it's just uh, – you know, it's business, and uh, you know they had to make room. Premier Radio Networks runs the XM channel that we're on. It's a clear channel company. It's their syndication arm. And what happened was uh, Premier, when XM was getting started, clear channel put some money in. 
Uh, so they were an investor, and as a result of their investment, they were given 10% of the bandwidth of, of XM, as I understand it, and they could program whatever channels they wanted to there. And so uh, America's Talk is one of their channels, so they have a handful of talk channels, Extreme Talk, and then there's another one, Talk Radio, I think. And so they added something to one of their other channels, a new show, and they had to move an existing show to make room for it. And so that existing show got moved over to our channel, and they had to put him somewhere, and they put him in our first hour. And it's probably because Free Talk Live is so flexible. And this isn't the first time this has happened. We had been on all three hours on XM. They cut us to two. That The show they cut us to two for went away, and then they put us back all three hours. So it's the same thing happening again. Because we're easy to replace with. Yeah. Then they know they can pop us in, and we're going to make it easy on them. We'd love to be on live on XM. There's no doubt. I mean, that's what we want, and it's a goal of ours. But we also have to make things easier for our affiliates. It's one of the ways that Free Talk Live has managed to get on so many stations is because we make it easy on them. Yep, exactly. So the best thing you can do is thank uh, you know thank XM for having yep. Free Talk Live in the first place. Make sure, and, by and the tell- way. Yeah, yeah, always tell, be nice. Tell them you appreciate Free Talk Live. You want to hear more of us and you want to hear us live. That's all you can do. And, and use whatever listener contacting methods they give you as a member. I'm not going to give out any sort of contact information because I think only XM listeners should be contacting XM, not everybody. That wouldn't make any sense. No. So only if you're actually a subscriber. So bitcoins are an online, peer-to-peer, open-source currency. They're money for the Internet. They are, this is my prediction, one of the most important inventions of the new millennium. I think that Bitcoins are going to become ubiquitous. They are a step forward in the area of currency. You haven't seen a lot of step forwards in the area of currency. And if you think that, uh, you know, maybe the little uh, strips of, uh, you know, foil in $100 bills uh, to avoid counterfeiting are, if you think that's a step forward, then let's call these a giant leap forward in currency. Bitcoins allow you to send and receive money without having to pay any fees. They allow you to they're, – they're completely uncounterfeitable. They are mathematically – it's impossible for anyone to inflate the Bitcoin currency. You're – Account is yours. You control it, as opposed to your bank account that the bank controls and the government controls the bank, so governments control your bank account. Uh, as a matter of fact, foreign governments sometimes can get in your bank accounts and that's or control your bank accounts. That's pretty scary. Bitcoins give you complete control of your money. You can also get a, a free Bitcoin wallet at blockchain.info. So find out more about Bitcoins that we use, coins.org, and get a free wallet at blockchain.info. All right, so uh, we'll continue here, and of course we'll take your calls about anything, but I want to continue the story about this 16-year-old suicidal after a really awful day at school. Who knows, he got picked on. Uh, He looks like a relatively little guy. He's got glasses on, so they're probably calling him names and, and picking on him for his size or whatever. Who knows? But because I know how high school kids are, I was picked on. I did some picking on. I did some bullying and was bullied. That's the cycle of abuse. Kids are mean. Kids are mean. And uh, so his mom called the cops in desperation, hoping an officer would come talk to him. But what arrived was an army of deputies, according to CBS Atlanta, not to mention an armored tank and a sniper. Says that uh, we would still be sitting, or excuse me, the sheriff said that they'd be still be sitting t- there today if it weren't for that very, very aggressive act that he made of ramming the gun and a pistol Straight through a glass door at our officers. The gun and a pistol? That's what he says here. I okay. can't imagine he had two guns, but who knows. Maybe Garrison did. painted a picture of a dangerous gunman taking aim at his officers and defended his sniper's fire. Quote, had that officer not taken the action, there's a good chance of those negotiators that there was also that, excuse me, 
there is a good chance one of those negotiators that was there who also has a family would not be going home today. So he's actually coming out and saying that this cop's life is more valuable than this kid's. Well, I think that... um, Like, he's actually saying that. You know, I think that this is the reasonable and uh, expected outcome of this situation, though. I mean, this kid, uh, this kid had a bad day, and he grabbed a gun. Now, the parents have to decide whether or not this is the, you know, this is a good time. Is he a danger to himself or others? And in that situation, okay, should we call the police? If you call the police in a situation where someone has a gun. The chances are very high that the police are going to shoot that person. Mm. And you need to understand that. If you have a suicidal, upset individual on the uh, on your hands who has a knife or a gun, the chances are very high that person, and you call the police, you, the chances are very high you have killed them. Now, mm. you need to ask yourself, before you call the police in that circumstance, is this what I want to do? Because yep. I'll tell you, there's some people with guns and knives that I want to see dead. And I'm going to call the police, and they're probably going to take care of those people in that fashion. And so that's what I expect to have happen. However, there are some people that have picked up guns and said things that I don't think deserve to die in my life, and I'm not going to call the police on them. But the other side of the story has never been told before. A story about a boy described as a pacifist who some say was needlessly killed. Chief investigative reporter Wendy Salzman asked the mother, Would you have ever called the police if you had known this could have happened? And she said, of course, that she would not have. Well, then, then she doesn't know what, how cops work. 450 free. Most people don't. They think they're there to help. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You likely buy all kinds of things online. Amazon is the largest online retailer. You can get what you need at the same prices with free super saver shipping by going to shop.freetalklive.com. Please do your online shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want here. 855-453. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features, and they are there for you completely free, unlike those other talk show hosts, most of whom want to charge you five, six, seven, eight bucks a month for their websites. Then you get access to the webcam. Then you get access to their archives. Then you get access to, you know, whatever other features they have for you. We give it all away up front. And if you like the show, well, we have ways you can support Free Talk Live. Uh, But some of the features that we have for you include the archives, which do go all the way back to late 2006. You may click and download as many of them as you would like. They are all completely free. Go to freetalklive.com. You can grab the last seven days worth right there from the top of the site. And then if you want, you can click into our SoundCloud page. Use the left-hand column on the site under Listen and Share. You'll find a SoundCloud link there. Or you can just go to soundcloud.freetalklive.com to jump straight to the page from wherever you are online. And the archives, like the rest of the website, completely free. Once again, freetalklive.com. BitInstant.com is the best place to go and buy your Bitcoins. Just talked about Bitcoins in the last segment. If you want to get some Bitcoins, BitInstant.com is the way to do it. Also, hold your breath. Version 2 of their websites on its way out probably this week. Soon, bitinstant.com. 
All right, so we're going to continue here uh, with you and your thoughts. Rob's listening in Benton Harbor. We've been talking about a 16-year-old teenager who's been shot to death by the police after mom called them expecting they were going to help the situation. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's really such a tragedy. Um, I, I think, first and foremost, the parents should have realized kind of what they were they were getting when they called the police. I mean, if you look at the news, you see how the police are nowadays. I don't know. Do you really see that on the news so much? Like, you know, local news isn't really usually going to cover the police in any sort of hard manner where they're asking hard questions or anything like that. Well, that, that's a really valid point, and, you know, I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, but look at what we've seen on the national news. We haven't seen a, a police force that's uh, really out there protecting the common good as so much as being kind of bullies. Um, you know, I mean, if you call and you expect to get a negotiator, and they bring the SWAT team or a small army. You know, I mean, that's it's just brute force nowadays. I think that, um, you know, you're right as far as what you see in the news. And if you're a Free Talk Live listener, you certainly hear plenty of it on this program because there's no shortage of bad police stories. But I don't remember, think this is a bad police story. Uh, yeah, it absolutely is. They sent an army of cops to deal with a suicidal teenage boy. That's a bad move. That was totally uncalled for. You don't need to call out the Bearcat and bring in the sniper team yeah, for that. Seems like it's a ridiculous uh, overreaction. But what right. I wanted to point out was you have to think about the average person and what kind of messages they're getting about the police. So not only are they not getting a real critical message from their local news, just because if the local news is too critical, the police won't give them press releases or interviews, but also look at all the police shows out there. I mean, there's the CSIs, there's the CSI spinoffs, there's the shows that are like CSI, and I've never even seen CSI. I've just heard the name. I know it's big. And there are several shows like this, you know, NYPD Blue. I mean, you can go back years and years and years hunter i mean you could just go back and back you know magnum pi there's all kinds of uh, police glorification shows on television out there and uh, that's a big chunk right. of what americans are seeing as far as the police are concerned we're indoctrinated to trust these people wholeheartedly because right. of that, that kind of mass media they live by three core principles and it's ability opportunity and jeopardy so i mean if, if you present any three of those things you know, you they they make that call, and uh, you know, I mean, the kid did have the ability to hurt somebody. Um, he did have the opportunity, and there were people in jeopardy. So under those guidelines, they do follow. You know, I mean, they they perceive the kid as a threat. I don't believe it was the right judgment call. I mean, he's 16 years old. Well, that doesn't mean he can't blast some cops just because he's 16. I mean, if he has a right, gun and knows absolutely. how to use it, he could hurt some cops. So I get, Mark, what you're saying is that the cops felt they were in danger. The kid had a gun, so that's, they, they that's blasted the That's my point. The kid. I mean, if you call me to a situation to handle your uh, suicidal, clearly mentally unbalanced kid because he's suicidal, and I've got a gun on there, I'm going to protect myself. And that's essentially what this squad was doing. But what's it, did the kid say that he wanted to kill people, or did he say he wanted to kill himself? What difference does it make? When you point a gun well, at somebody, well, you're saying, I want to what, kill you. Well, what, what do we do with people who are going to jump out a window? We negotiate with them. I agree I mean, with you. When people, I, Generally, police don't push people that are, looking to, that are standing on ledges. But a gun is something that can kill you or kill somebody okay. else. Well, a you know what's interesting? The person who's on it. We should probably talk a little bit more about the story. I mean, the police are claiming that, uh, you know, that the, this guy put in a, pointed a gun at them. Uh, however, according to, let's see, this is uh, Mr. Pector, Chuck Pector, who's an attorney. 
He says that not a single officer out there, not a one, ever saw the gun come through the hole where the break was. See, that would be my question, and I don't know what the answer is, but I would I would like to see evidence that a gun was actually pointed. You're never going to get and evidence. And I understand that, but and Mark just I don't believes know either him. way. No, I don't. Him. I don't. I believe that the only evidence is the evidence that's portrayed, and the, the police's, uh, you know, whatever they say is always what's going to be believed. So if you want your suicidal son with a gun to be killed, call the police, because they're going to kill people with guns. That's what they but do. But I think that it's easy uh, for us to talk about. I think in that situation, the mother was probably very emotional. I'm sure. Not thinking clearly. Yeah. And what do you do when your kid says, hey, I'm going to kill myself. I got a gun. I mean, that's a tough situation. It is. Absolutely. There's not, what options do you have? I Rob, don't think your chances right. are very good. Rob, any other thoughts? It, it doesn't seem. Are you there? Oh, yeah. Right here. Go ahead. Okay. It doesn't seem that she was calling them. uh out of the worry for her life, but she was seeking help for her yes, son's life. Yes, absolutely true. They don't provide a huge, that service. A huge it, mistake. It, it really is a double-edged sword because I think we can all agree that the kid had the ability, there was the opportunity, and people were yep. in jeopardy with with a kid with a loaded gun. So it's a complete judgment call. Um, a lesson learned, though, is you you know you can't always count on these people to be the resource that you're expecting them to be. Thanks for the call, Rob. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. I uh, absolutely agree. In with the that. same well, way that you can't pull a fire alarm and expect the you know the firemen aren't going to come and hack your house to pieces as they attempt to save it. I mean, you don't know what these people are going to do when they show up, and you don't get to tell them. I've had my my uh, my car caught fire one time. It was a little oil burn, and uh, you know, one of the guys cut the cable on the battery. You know, and that's a relatively expensive uh, repair, um, or at least it's a repair that was unnecessary. You know, they're just going to do whatever the book says to do in that circumstance and that's that it just seems like overkill like absolutely like they could have sent they could have sent three officers over they would have outnumbered the kid for sure they should certainly be prepared in how to deal with people with guns bringing a tank and a full squad that seems total overkill yeah and for you to defend that mark is is outrageous okay now it's outrageous you're not making any point the fact is that these people you know what if the sniper just thought he saw a gun come out that's what's that's all they have to do is just say they thought they saw i agree that the mother should not have called the cops and that that is the likely ending but i don't think it's the right way to deal with it at all you think they need to roll a bear cat out for uh somebody Who's threatening suicide is really a ridiculous reaction. If they mark. have a gun. But why don't we actually talk about the story, shall we? Uh, so the other side says the mom has never been told because the cops are saying this kid pointed a gun at us. We took him out. We had to do our job, blah, blah, blah. Well, Andrew Messina's parents are speaking out for the first time to tell what they say really happened to their son. They say their son had just gotten a bad grade at school. Nick Messina said he just got sad and kind of down on himself and talked about running away. And that discussion turned to ending his life. And I wasn't home. It just happened so fast, said so Lisa. So the father wasn't home? That's right. Mm-hmm. Then he went upstairs. He has the gun in his hand and he had bullets in the other hand. Andrew picked up the phone and called 911. Uh, I need you to get away from him if you think he's going to shoot you, the operator said on the call. Lisa Messina replied, I think he's going to shoot himself. The operator told her to get out of the home, and Lisa said, how many cars are coming? Just one, right? The operator replied, I'm not sure. But the next thing they knew, a slew of officers arrived. Nick said they brought an army to take out a 16-year-old boy, to kill a 16-year-old boy. The teen was inside his home, alone with no hostages. He had a 357 Magnum in his hand and was drinking and threatening to kill himself. 
We'll tell you more about the story. He even actually apparently had a video camera as well with him. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. In the remaining moments, we'll tell you the rest. It's Free Talk Live. Teaching without preaching the ideals of liberty. To young and old alike, Libertania, the Liberation of Conformia, is a picture book which tells the story of Thomas the Candymaker and his trip from the free land of Libertania to the statist land of Conformia, where he deals with border crossings, fiat money, business regulations, and corrupt officials. With his civil disobedience and run for office, Conformia will never be the same. Go to Libertania.com to purchase your copy today in print or Kindle format. For a discount code, check out the Libertania Facebook page. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. We'll try to sneak your call in here. 855-453-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. If you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier for five bucks a month. We'll take that money in and invest it into Free Talk Live, getting on more radio stations across the country, bringing more internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. You get perks, too, like uh, access to the Amp Only call-in lines, the Amp Only podcast, which doesn't have the normal podcast commercials, and more. Go get the details. Get signed up with any major credit card through PayPal or Visa or MasterCard on our website at amp.freetalklive.com. I want to continue with some of the uh, information here from CBS Atlanta about the 16-year-old teenager who's shot to death by the police after threatening to kill himself, and mom called the cops. Now, the article says Andrew... The teenager called the cops, but earlier in the article it says mom called the cops, and it just doesn't make sense that Andrew would call the cops. So I'm going to go ahead and believe well, the summary of the story, which was that mom called the cops, and that in in it that they says that the 911 operator told the the asked the woman the if mom she told yeah. her to get out of the house and asked if he was threatening her with just, the gun. I think that's just bad copy editing on the part of uh, CBS. It and, could be that he called them and handed the phone to her. I suppose. I suppose. Seems unlikely, though. Uh, In fact, one of the questions asked of the mom was, would you have ever called the police if you had known this could have happened? And she said she would not have called 911. So pretty clear it was mom. And so we continue with the story. Uh, So the the police roll up with uh, what it sounds like a bearcat. It's described as a tank here. Uh, also a sniper and a huge crew of officers. The teen was inside the home with no hostages. He actually took a video of events inside the home, including his conversation, speaking to his father minutes before he died. Nick asked his son, Nick Messina asked his son, you can't find anything worth living for with me? I don't know, he replied. Really? He asked. I do know personally that I don't want to live, so you should just let this happen if you really love me, his son said. Law enforcement negotiators soon cut off that call and put their negotiator on the phone with the teen. And if well, that can't. Uh, that's it, disturbing. It would, it would seem like uh, that's. It sounds like impatience, and it would seem like it would be not the right way to get somebody who's in an yeah. upset, upset and volatile state to listen to you. Right. Let's let's take the son off of the phone with his parents and put a hostage negotiator on the line with him. Uh, they are still standing out there. Andrew said, "Go away or do something." The tension's killing me. Deputies in combat gear surrounded the home with a frightened teen inside. Nick, his father, said we thought they would be experts in being able to defuse the situation, and that was not what happened. Instead of the fire being put out, they brought gasoline. Which, of course, is a perfectly accurate description of how the police tend to escalate situations rather than de-escalating them. And, of course, bringing 20 cops and, uh, you know, so and the Bearcat is definitely escalating a situation. Let me ask you this. If they would have just sent one negotiator with a gun um, who might have defended themselves and killed the kid, would that have been a different situation? Because, you know, you Well, you yeah, agree- if, had been, if it had been one negotiator, the kid might not have been scared as much. 
I mean, you've got an army outside of your house. Right. That yeah. seems like overkill. Is I, that uh, uh, in, at, on the it, negotiation call? It's not call? like it's never happened that a suicidal person has gone off and killed a few people in the neighborhood or killed some police. I mean, I there's think no that evidence this, for that, though. If he reasonable. starts threatening other people, then it would, I you think know. That I would feel better about this story if there was three police officers instead of a full army. I think it's reasonable that if you call a band of armed individuals to handle an upset armed individual, that that armed individual that is upset is likely to die. Okay, but most people would prefer the police de-escalate a situation there, like the, this. You, this is a hole in the marketplace that somebody needs a not an unarmed hostage or suicide negotiator to come in. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, all right. I don't really care what you want to tell me because I'd like to continue talking to about the story. Problem? Here. They're liable to blow something up. I understand what you're saying, Mark. The police are doing the wrong thing. We agree on that point. That doesn't justify what they're doing. I think the the police did the 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 thing that the police are going to do. I don't even know that I consider it wrong. If you know when. All right. I don't want to hear any more of it then. So. Where's my dad? Isn't he supposed to be here? He asked of the negotiators. He was begging them several times to be able to speak with his father. At the time, uh, his parents were down the street just a few feet away. Nick said, crying, that it just bothers me more to think my son was in there by himself minutes before his death asking for me. About 15 minutes before the fatal shot, his parents saw sniper Jason Yarborough walk past him in camouflage with his rifle over his shoulder. His mom said, I couldn't believe the gun he had. I said, whoa, where is he going with that gun? Yarbrough set up across the street in a neighbor's yard, which he estimated to be 65 yards from his target. The sniper scope focused on the front door, helped him see clearly as if he was holding a gun from just five feet away. A minute later, we heard this horrendous cannon shot and he was dead, his dad said. It was absolute shock and numbness, like, no, there's no way they shot him, but they did, said his mom. The sheriff said the teen made an aggressive gesture that caused a sniper to fire his weapon to protect law enforcement officers. But new evidence presented only to CBS Atlanta News by the attorney for the parents may tell a different story. According to Chuck Pector, the attorney, we have not been able to find any justification whatsoever for that Cherokee County Sheriff sniper to shoot Andrew Messina. Zero, he says. He's a former federal prosecutor and former cop who's been scouring through the case to uncover evidence that Andrew Messina didn't need to die. He said there's nobody in there with him. There's nobody at risk except himself. You just give it time. So he was just in the wait. house by himself talking on the telephone? That's correct. So the claim was is that the, a gun was pointed out the screen door or something, right? The claim is that uh, there was an aggressive gesture and supposedly he had a gun. Mm. The standoff you had know, gone on. If you've got on. a guy with a sniper scope trained on you, a, you know, a sniper rifle trained on you, and uh, you know, in, in that situation, he's gonna he's gonna pull the trigger some some of the time, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, Mark. Do some you of the think time. that if they would have said? Son, we've got a sniper pointed at you, so don't try anything crazy. Why don't you put down the gun? That he wouldn't have put down the gun? Oh, I don't think they should have ever got on the phone with him while he was talking to his father. I think that's ludicrous. The standoff well, had gone on for a little outside. more than an hour when Messina was killed. The sheriff justified the fatal shot, saying the teen threatened his officers. Andrew was inside the house holding the gun The and hit the top pane of glass with the gun. Negotiators were standing outside the house behind a wall around the corner from the door. So they weren't even within firing range. Uh, in well, there the are 20 officers. One of them had to be within firing range. In right? the Georgia Bureau. The sniper. Well, it says here that the negotiators, were. that's where they were. Mm-hmm. In the Georgia Bureau of Investigation report, Yarbrough, the sniper, said he heard a pop that sounded like a gunshot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he observed Messina through his rifle scope. The guy's on a knife said she's been you know, looking at this kid through for an hour. Uh, lifeguards are generally only kept on duty for 15 minutes because you can only be observant for that period of time. He, observed so. the, uh, he claimed he observed the teen through his rifle scope pointing the pistol at at deputies, 
Although the attorney says not a single officer, not a one, ever saw the gun come through the hole where the break was. Pector argues that any trained law enforcement officer would know the difference between breaking glass and a three fifty seven Magnum being fired, and not a single shot was ever fired from Andrew Messina's weapon. And Pector says there's another problem. He says he pretty much had his back to the negotiation team when he was shot. How could he possibly have been threatening them? Mm. The bullet came through the door while Andrew was inside the home. The autopsy report says Andrew was shot in the right side of his abdomen and the bullet exited the left side. According to that description, the teen was facing the opposite direction from where the negotiators were outside the home. Yarbrough was on the scene in less or less than 20 minutes before he pulled the trigger and admitted that he didn't even know if there was a hostage inside. Pector and others are concerned the sniper acted in haste. Sounds and like he acted in haste to me. Without being properly briefed that Andrew was a suicidal teen and not a hardened criminal. I mean, this guy didn't know anything. He just showed up on the scene with his sniper rifle. Heard a noise and shot the kid. And, yep, shot the, shot the perp. Obviously, it was an act of aggression against him, said Susan Estaham, who's one of the former teachers. And my perception of the situation was that he was not himself being aggressive. Salsman asked neighbor Leanna Tucker, would this make you hesitate to call the police? Before- she replied, I would never call them for help now. This is just a neighbor. <laughs> you know, I think that what we need to do is apply the, uh, you know, the standard that I like to apply here is what would happen if this was you and me that did this and not somebody with a badge? Because... A badge doesn't grant extra rights. Individuals have rights, and those individuals, uh, supposedly the, 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 the social contract says, give up a certain amount of their rights in order to the government, and that government then uh, you know, uses its agency powers to, use, uh, you know, to, to do society's rights. But there's no right to uh, you know, just assume you can shoot somebody through their window if they're not, holding any, if they're not being aggressive. To you anyone. mean as a non-cop? So this, it sounds to me like if there was a mistake made, this cop needs to go on trial. Oh, don't worry. The internal investigation has already found that there was no criminal wrongdoing by the sniper. So, you know, they needs, you know the, there needs, if I accidentally shot someone in this circumstance, if I shot somebody who I, oh, I thought he was threatening somebody, and they find out that I shot a guy that was facing the opposite direction of the people that I thought he was threatening, You'd there be would in probably big trouble. be a trial. Salzman, who's the, uh, the CBS News lady, uh, attempted at the time to interview the sheriff, the sniper, and the commander on the scene, but the sheriff's office refused, anywhere. saying that the case is closed. So, yeah, once again, I don't believe the police's story. I believe the, uh, the other story. The police's story, this kid tre- threatened us and pointed a gun at us. But there's no real evidence to prove that. It's just the cop's claims. Well, there's evidence of the uh, the guy being shot through the side, so they have some evidence of the, orient- that he wasn't facing the orientation the of the individual. And right. I think that that's, so far, that's the only evidence that's been portrayed in this circumstance. And... You know, I think that when it, when it comes down to it, I think police should be treated like civilians in this circumstance. I don't think there should be a difference. These should be people that, you know, are paid to agency our rights, not to, you know, just do whatever they want and not be held accountable. Andrew and Ithaca, call us tomorrow night. Uh, we didn't have time to sneak you in here. Call us tomorrow right at the top of the show. We'll have plenty of time for you then at 855-450-FREE. And we'll see you online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Check out more of Julia at pukeandthegang.com. I've been told no in many different ways. I give you an order and you're going to obey it. Who told you you can You can do that and you have to leave here. You cannot bring time into the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable me. here, actually. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Who do you think you Excuse are? me. There is no video or audio allowed in this office. No, I have work today. This is... You ain't gonna make... Wait, no. Now, wait a minute. Whoa. Hey!
God, Bureaucrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree, available now free in HD. See it now at victimlesscrimespree.com.